why we have Twins Parkers, which doesn't make sense otherwise. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the only team in baseball that can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> that I just, I just want to get a giant parka. parka. What is this shit? <laughs> I want to get a giant Twins colored parka that just says the boys of summer across the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> and just wear it with my hood pulled tight like my Uber driver today. Yep. I got in my Uber to come here and she was already wearing a mask. And oh, as I got in, she put her hood up and then pulled the drawstrings tight. So she drove all the way here with like a little porthole of, of vision. <laughs> I texted like an Charles. amongst us character. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, I texted Charles. I was like, I have like a shy, bashful six-year-old as my driver right now. <laughs> but I, don't, it was, I couldn't stop laughing. because. Can I she say did, she looked like a European penis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's your show. Oh, the Europeanus. Cut that. No, yeah. Oh, pun intended. <laughs> Europeanus. But there was Euro something about, if I could have gotten a video of it, it was something about the way that she pulled them diagonally out from her face. Mm. And then, like, got it to where she wanted it. And then was like, okay, we can shift this yep. into drive. Yeah. Go. <laughs> now we good. This is normal. Engage. Engage. Oh, it's great. You know, you, you want it to be at the point where she can't turn her head to look. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, the, the other nice thing was that when we got here, she did open it up and turn around and say thank you. So, yeah. I guess. Yeah, cool. Nice. Okay. I don't so know she's what just going to look in any of her yeah, mirrors right. as she was driving. It's just amazing. <laughs> So it's it like, like a COVID mask, a but it's like the, <laughs> yeah. an alternative or the, yeah, like extra driving through a keyhole. Yeah, mm. exactly. I mean, why, why would you need vision when you're yeah, driving? Yeah, a exactly. Yeah. Piloting a half ton bomb, it's fine. Yeah. Seems normal. Couldn't have possibly made it past 45 miles an hour. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But part of the reason that, that uh, we both took Ubers today, was, well, we're drinking, but also because we have a new location. Ding, 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 ding. We have a new pin in the map. <laughs> we do. Record, new this is the so. farthest away from home base we've gotten. Yeah, I believe so. It's yeah. a wow. solid yes. almost two miles from where we normally record. <laughs> the other two places that we've recorded are between here and there. Nice. I love it. <laughs> so Amazing. we do. Oh, no, I guess we did. We did have one episode, uh, Tommy Thompson. We did travel to West St. Paul. Oh, for that. Right. Oh, okay. but well, you further. just lied to everybody. Yeah. So that's way far. I forgot about international travel. You know, it's like a little <laughs> yeah. bit. It's not, it's not normal travel. I just black out anytime you go, you know, on that side of the river. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's How else could you? So did we. That's crazy. So did we. That's crazy. So we are upstairs in the friendly confines of Modest Brewing. Right here in the North Loop in, in Minneapolis. Uh, I hope by now you recognize my voice. My name is Ben Quam. Sitting next to me is my uh, my co-host. Charles. Oh, there what? he is. Look at that guy. <laughs> That's me. It's Charles. Hello. Uh, you've heard two other uh, sultry voices thus far, and I feel like we should just kind of jump into it and have both of them introduce themselves. Uh, gents, will you say your names and uh, what you do? Uh my name is Daniel Paul Wellendorf. I'm one of the owners of Modest, and I spend most of my time buried in spreadsheets um, that e hopefully equal something involving marketing and growth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm John Donnelly. I'm also one of the co-owners here at uh, Modest. I spend most of my time selling beers, so also growth and uh, <laughs> and other things yeah so what you're saying is you sell beer for money i, yeah, I try to exchange goods for, money. for <laughs> money okay pour yeah. juice yeah. in cups charge people for said juice step three step three profits, profits. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot the three question marks yes yeah, that's yeah, step yeah, two yeah. sorry step I'm one sure question mark, question mark. yeah step two we're not sure uh -huh. the the underpants gnomes have have all knowledge when it comes to finance <laughs> um before before we get to the shots that we're going to be having uh as we are here at modest brewing we do have some fun uh beer varietals in front of us one of you want to run through what we got here 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so what we're drinking right now is, well, both Teal Label, our new West Coast IPA. Which is fantastic. I'm sipping on that right now. Thank you. Uh, and then chill, 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 chill. Five chills. Uh, I think I might have overdone that one. That's uh, a cold IPA uh, brewed with uh, Pilsner malt, flake corn, uh, Strata, Simcoe, and Sultana. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And then we also have False Pattern, which I bought brought because I know Charles is a big fan. It's my favorite yeah. pale ale. We need a session beer amongst all the whiskeys. <laughs> You're not wrong. It had been a little while since I'd had a, a False Pattern, and um, Alex, one of your uh, coworkers, oh, yeah. uh, bought one for me. And I will have to say that I... Sometimes you just kind of forget how good the stuff that your friends make is. Yep. And it was good enough that it hit me for a pause. And for yeah. most of you who listen to the show know, I like to talk. And <laughs> holy shit, like, I just got quiet. I'm like, I forgot how much I love this beer. Mm-hmm. Well, thank yeah. you. Had yeah, false, false Pattern pa- at my wedding. <laughs> false Pattern is definitely yeah. the beer I drink <laughs> the most often. It's I. It's hard to say it's my favorite beer because I'm such a dream yard. Like, dream yard is a homie, but mm-hmm. yeah. False Pattern is the beer I drink most often. Yeah. Does that go back to, to day one? I'm trying um, to remember. Well, false pattern it used was to be f- totes. Yeah, and then funny story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, to- and then totes. We got a cease and desist from Ian J. Gallo. Yep. Um, because they have a champagne brand called Tots, and they thought it would co- cause confusion Shut in the up. So it's like marketplace. Four steps removed, but still. Yeah, yeah. and I don't <laughs> believe it was <laughs> even distributed in game. Minnesota at that time. Which I, th- I, mean, I have seen it here. Wine companies but also are the worst yeah. when it comes yeah. to trade. And it was, like, it was like a cease and desist, or, but it was also just kind of more of an exploratory, like, hey, if you just keep this in Minnesota, we're not going to have a problem with that. And so we just, we just said, nah. It was yeah. my favorite logo of a beer we had out of the get-go. Mm-hmm. The Totes logo was sick. I think it's Pretty sick. Right there. I don't top remember. right I don't of, the little, I know oh, yeah. of the little electrical conduit box. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah there yeah. is. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the collection. Yeah, look at that. So we had pretty... Totes remember that now. Yeah. And that was like, yeah. I guess I wasn't always sold on the totally Oats, Totes reference, whatever. I'm like, that's kind of like a little too easy, but we went with it. 2016 was a weird year, man. Yeah. Well, that actually leads to my next question. Uh, because we've had a two-year gap where I feel like all time just ceased, where are we at in the timeline now of Modest? What, where are we at? Uh, we're about to turn it. We're about to turn five? six. 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 Yeah, okay. yeah. This is like a newlywed game question. Like, <laughs> yeah, when's your anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you said you'd remember. It's the fourth anniversary of us having anniversary parties. But we yeah. are technically six years old. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, because so we had our That's fit. what counts. That's yeah. 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 So six is the number. Yeah. Right. We could four, just go back yeah, in time. Our fourth though. one was going to be this cool futuristic brand of one called For the Future. And we had it all lined up in that kind of when COVID broke. And then our yep. fifth one, we didn't do a goddamn thing. We, I think we released a barrel we should ce- We should celebrate we should the do fifth one. Fun. We should celebrate our fourth one this year. Just we should. Why yeah. don't we celebrate four through six and throw just yep. like a big fucking party? Call it four... Well, that's how you have the multi-day party that all breweries want anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday's four, Saturday's five, <laughs> Sunday's oh, six. Oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Text in the mail? As everybody, as, as everybody, from, mail. everybody who's a Star Wars fan knows four, five, and six are the best anyway. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so how do you not go with that? That's <laughs> I know, I'm, much, I'm much more of a sequel guy. Oh, there you go. I do not understand these references. Never, never mind, I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> we were talking about when someone finally leaves on the podcast. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like get kicked off in five, minute five. Oh, Damn. 48 nights of drinking and we haven't had anybody get mad enough to leave yet. Wow. Come on, man. We're not doing our job. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the night. You're telling me the last Jedi the was the best one. <laughs> Charles, you a Star no, Wars episode guy? Episode one, man. I am so a Star Wars guy. Damn it. My Jeep is nicknamed the Stormtrooper. So. Um, 
I'm a nerd. It's you're alone. Yeah, I'm alone. Oh. That's okay. How's it feel over there? So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to make a Star Wars reference. Um, if you say Jean Luc Picard, <laughs> I swear. <to> <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have at least one. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows at least one, even if you're not a Star Wars fan. So it's, it's Spock, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's, right. it's Spock Skywalker. No, no, yeah, no, no. Spock Skywalker. Spock Skywalker. Yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, fucking hey, let's drink some whiskey. Yeah, let's man. drink some whiskey. So, uh, Charles, what did you bring? I brought Jim Beam. I I told Quam, hey, I think I want to go for some Beam tonight. Do you feel like that's gonna work for you? Uh, I've probably mentioned this on pod before, but I used to hate Beam because when I was a teenager, you, you had to pick. Yep. I'm from the age where you had to pick Genesis or Super Nintendo, Pepsi yep. or Coca-Cola, WCW right. or WWF. Jack or Jim. Yep. You had to, yeah, so it was Jack or Jim, and I drank Jack when I was a teenager. Okay. And so I hated Jim, but recently I've been drinking highballs, yep. Toki highballs at all the bars that have Toki highball machines, and it's usually just Beam and soda water. Fucking rules. Mm-hmm. So totally rules. now I suddenly at age forty really like Jim Beam. <laughs> it took me a minute to come around. I yep. had to uh, I had to kill Jack Daniels for myself because I also made that same choice. I was yep. a Jack yeah. Daniels guy, right. and same. I think I honestly think it was solely because it was easier to say Jack Seven at a really loud bar. Yep, because uh, that was yep. my first uh, like go to drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely pickled myself on that, and I still to this day do not enjoy the taste of it since. And then somewhere along I. the way, I just needed to grab a bottle of bourbon for something. And I brought it with, and I I didn't want like any of the pop that they had there, so I just poured some on the rocks. I'm like, I, I really like this. Like, yeah. I'm still yep. down. Yep. Old school white label Jim Beam. Absolutely. I was a Jack guy because of Lemmy, Jack and Coke. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, I think Jack's more of an identity thing than it is, it is that anyone yep. likes the flavor. But yep. when I was a teenager, I didn't care how anything tasted. I was just trying to go zero to hundred. Yeah, that's yep. fair. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Well, you can't get to 100 if you don't start right now. So right. let's to, put them up. To Cheers zero. <laughs> to zero. <laughs> God damn it. I still it's, love that. That's really oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I was also it's like the Jack and Coke right was there. like one of my first, <laughs> yeah. my first drinks. You guys remember when they turned Jack and Coke into like a malt liquor, like yes. 6% yeah. like mm-hmm. soft yeah. drink? Oh, ever? yeah. And it tasted exactly like Jack and Coke with like... One tenth of the alcohol. Yeah, right, it's right. just like how are they? How are they going to do? How is this going to be a success? Session, yeah. session, Jack. It's a session, session, Jack and Coke. <laughs> like I don't think that's why. <laughs> I don't think that's why people drink this. But it worked. They I, sold. I, they sold uh, I had never seen canned cocktails in the states, but when I was living in Norway, um, they had them, and a friend of mine brought the rum and cola was the mm. one that he brought with. And he was so excited, and he <laughs> cracked one open, and he drank it. He's Italian, and he just goes, "Oh yeah, man, this is shit. <laughs> this is shit." And he just poured it right down the drain. <laughs> I was amazing. like, "Yep." Yeah, I looked at the can, and yeah, it was like five or six percent. And you're like, "Oh yeah, that would be like a trace amount of whiskey yeah, in a cocktail." Yep, yep, yep. just like a, like a, the Lacroix, like the essence, of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, an essence, of, and an essence of Jack. They Daniel. wafted, they wafted <laughs> past the uh, past the tanks. <laughs> We brew this cola in real tanks next to real rum. Yeah. yeah. And through osmosis and evaporation, <laughs> some of it might get in there. Yeah. They did a Jack expression in the, each can. Yes, yes. <laughs> Swirl it around. <laughs> Jack, Jack expression. expression. <laughs> Write it down. There it is. <laughs> That's like the 19th potential title we've come up with already. Yes, I love it's going it. Well. I think that just... I think you did over the lumpy one. Yeah, that's yeah. another. That's another. Uh, that, that sounds like a barrel aged beer. <laughs> the lumpy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are all beer names. These are all yeah. Yeah. Jack Expression. Fuck it, let's pitch. 
Question number one. Phil. So, and this is actually good because we were just talking about this. Uh, everyone has a favorite month, but what month do you hate the most? I hate February the most by far. Mm. Uh, because it's like, it's like your, like your winter hangover. Cause there's like one like bright spot, you know, like usually in the middle of the month and then it just turns to shit for like the rest of it. And then like a lot of people like get out of town for, uh, for February because it sucks right. so much. To and then you get to come back climate. to this and it's like, this is garbage. That's negative twenties. Kill me. Plus there's really <laughs> nothing going on. You're right. Yeah. Holidays and everything. Yep. The deep of winter and you like cannot escape it. Yep. Well, and even if you're into like love, like Valentine's Day just sucks as a holiday. Like it's just same. Yep. Like, yep. I, I like I it. Agree. I like the idea of it, but like I just I look for any excuse to do fun stuff with. Yeah, but like restaurants, it doesn't really all matter suck what on Valentine's Day because most sure. of them do prefix and it's all yep. like some garbage stuff and it all Sometimes comes with some fun. sort of chocolate raspberry thing at the end. Like I'm I'm gonna mm. agree with you. I don't. Yeah. I, uh, it's, a, it's a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but also much. February yeah, is like... Yeah, I mean, they all what are. Holidays. Yeah, that's true. February is <laughs> close enough to March where I feel like I'm still like... I'm already starting to get spring fever. Mm. Like, you yeah. got through January. In February, yeah, you, do? you did it, yeah. guys. You okay. got through January. It's just like, oh, it's February. Now we're only one month away from March. And March is only one month away from April. And then that's only one month away from it. You know, so, yeah, like, right. so, yeah. so, so can you tell we're in Minnesota? <laughs> Listeners, like, can you tell we're in Minnesota? He's just walking around like, like Brandon Lee and the Crow, just saying, it can't rain all the time. <laughs> Rest in peace, Brandon Lee. <laughs> well, uh, what about you? What's your... Uh... Okay, so as I was thinking through it, I'm like, what, what month do I have the least amount of fun? My first thought was actually September because summer's like, mm. it kind of seems like it has an identity crisis. It's like summer's yeah. over. And so it, now it just seems like, you know, the, all the fun's been had. And then it's just like, well, fall's kind of fun, but it's like, you know, it's not fall yet. You know, mm. you don't feel fall until maybe the end of September. But I still feel like I enjoy September way more than I do December. December is my least favorite month. Okay. It fucking sucks. All that, like, all that extra holiday traffic and the mm. holiday, like, the yeah. holiday pressure and buying get. Right. Buying gifts or like in some ceremonial bullshit thing that I can't even wrap my head around and why would I even participate? Like, no, I, I, w- I could skip right over that. Give me January. Like, I'll go. I'll the go reason November. for the season, Daniel. The reason for the season, <laughs> Daniel. No. Do, you, no. do you celebrate holidays at all? Do you just do it as like a family? I mean, my emotion? yeah, my family does. Right. So you do um, it, but like you go through the motions. Yeah, go through, go through yeah. the motions and that's right. and just you know participate. And I still like have a lot of fun getting together for family, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Give me Thanksgiving all day, every day, where for you're sure, just basically sure. trying yeah. to eat. And Thanksgiving's yeah. like yeah. my favorite holiday for sure. And not doing gift exchanges. Yeah, secret Santas. I'm a Thanksgiving baby, so I love Thanksgiving, and I cook yeah. Thanksgiving. So. Yeah. My, yeah. I, I agree with you for December. Like it's, it's just so tough uh, as a child of of a split household, and then multiple marriages from there. You like, you give up basically all of your freedom for an entire month, just hopping around trying yeah. to make people that you don't really see and who. Don't care about you that much. Like yeah. trying to keep everybody from being mad. Yep, true, true. And now, yeah, now with the with a partner, then you're trying to figure out what yep. what family. I mean, it's just like who gets the time. Yeah, someone's who, mad at yeah. you. Like, well, and my, you know, my <laughs> wife's going to piss off this year. My wife's yeah. family doesn't live in the area, so if we're going anywhere, the closest is about an hour and fifteen minutes. Sure. So then you also have to figure out, well, like, are we going to do? If we're going to go up to her parents' place, that's two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. 
we got the dog coming with. Are we really going to go up and back in a day or are we going to stay overnight? And then that adds to it. Then you add in a couple other birthdays. And then for all my years in the bar, New Year's Eve, I I don't have any joy in that that night. I've I've seen so much vomit Mm, and so much blood. The worst bookend possible. Absolutely. Like it was January 1st was always, oh my God, we made it. And then a bunch of us in my 20s, a bunch of us used to throw a party and go to Vegas together because we made it through New Year's Eve. And then we got to have our own. But I think my my least favorite is is kind of along the lines of yours, but it's March. Yep. Because March is 31 days, but it always feels longer somehow. And then smack dab in the middle, you have the dumbest drinking holiday on earth <laughs> where like half of the country decides that, they, that the only way they'll drink beer is if you pour green food coloring in it. Yep. The other half, you have to listen to mouth breathers tell you about how it's like a f- loaf of bread and a glass. Well, they're drinking like a like a three and a half. I don't want to drink it with a fork. One of the right. lightest beers. One of the lightest beers, the lightest on, beers earth. on earth. Yeah. Well, I gotta have my dinner. Like, I'm gonna have a Guinness tonight. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and Guinness <laughs> is like got the like one of the coolest hit brewery yeah. histories of any right. like. Yeah. Any company, period. Like every, they think, they think it's the lumpy one, but it yeah, is. Yeah, it's not the lumpy it's one. It's not the lumpy one. It's the smooth one. <laughs> every single aspect. It's of, a diet beer. Yeah, exactly. Literally, like every single aspect of St. Patrick's Day just gets completely perverted. Oh, by, 100%. But, like we yeah. get every aspect of it wrong. Right. We don't even do corned beef right. You, you don't know? even like scare snakes out of the place. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, it's bullshit. On, man. It's total bullshit. So, I haven't seen a snake in March yet. And then living in the the upper Midwest, <laughs> we get the pump fake of oh, it's it's really nice. Just kidding. <laughs> It pump sucks pump every time, and everyone <laughs> jumps with the pump fake every single time. Yep. It's just that's like a sports reference. That's the sports Sports ball. <laughs> but the, like, and no matter every time, I think it's almost over. There's like still another week left of it, and it yep. just I there's something about that month yep. that just drives me crazy. Like everyone, spring breaks happen then, so the airports suck. So you basically scratch that off for travel anywhere warm. So you have to go in February, and then mm-hmm. you with all the other people that are going in February. Uh-huh. Yep. It's just, I, I don't know. The whole month's a mess. Bad drinking holiday in the middle. I, I hate St. Patrick's Day worse than I hate New Year's Eve, and I hate New Year's Eve a lot. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, that's, I, that's, I'm that's not a New Year's Eve guy, that's for sure. We should do, like, something that actually makes us like New Year's Eve. Because I bet we could figure that, that out. The, our first year, that uh, Totino's Pizza Rolls party we yeah, had through here was amazing. Our first New Year's Eve, we didn't know what to do. So we, so <laughs> I basically just tried to recreate my New Year's Eve as a child. Yes. Which is like, <laughs> you put as much frozen pizza rolls in the oven, and then you drink soda pop, you know, whatever. So we just offered free Totino's Pizza Roll. It had a, like a vinyl DJ, and that was it. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Pretty chill. Yeah. When three, I was three uh, pizza rolls. One of my no one puked here. One of my old uh, beer tri- <laughs> beer uh, bottle share groups. We called ourselves the, the Pizza Tatino Boys, <laughs> and we would, we would just make a ton of pe- uh, Tatino's pizza rolls Heck and yeah. open like really valuable bottles of beer together. I really want Here's you guys. Thing, t- I, pizza rolls rule. I just want to say this: yeah. they're fucking great, but like the specialty flavors, the extreme flavors, are fucking disgusting. Get it out! No, 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 no. Don't R and D with pizza yeah, rolls. Yeah, yeah, give, me, give, give like, me pepperoni. All you day nailed it. Stay in the lane. That's fine. Oh, man. You guys are doing great. The chicken buffalo pizza roll is absolutely fucking oh, reviling. I can't, so I can't see that going well. No. no. <laughs> I do. Just, just, Charles, so you know, in my head, you, you, you guys were like a troop, and you definitely yeah. had a dance called the pizza roll. Like, there's yeah, got to be something yeah, yes. where... It was a know, Tim and Eric thing. Yeah. Even Pizza better. Tino Boys was one of their things. Oh, yeah. And we used to have little gravy boats, too, that we would drink the beer out of. Oh, my God. We were, we were pretty cool. Drinking, like, side projects to stouts. <laughs> KBBS had a gravy yeah. boat. Yeah. yeah. 
hundred bottle, hundred bottle, hundred dollar bottles and five dollars worth of pizza rolls. <laughs> Guaranteed, somebody <laughs> is doing that somewhere. Balance, yeah. as or, all things or, should be, right? Or they'll start doing it. There you go. Oh, this will be the impetus. Uh, I love it. I doubt it. <laughs> Seems unlikely. I had to take a break on pizza rolls for years because I helped a friend move, and we got drunk that night. Oh. And then at his Wait, place, you had alcohol. <laughs> he, put, he, he put he he put a pan of pizza rolls in the oven, and I didn't know this, but his drunk food was pizza rolls doused in Lowry's seasoning salt. Ooh, and these things. Uh, don't get me wrong, delicious. But we ate. I like salt, but that, even that sounds dangerous. Ugh, we ate all of them. Yeah. I woke up the next morning, and I no longer had a tongue. I just had like a prune. That was it. Everything was shriveled inside my mouth. I yeah. put my mouth. You know pizza rolls need salt. <laughs> more salt. Yeah. I put my mouth you directly on the, on the kitchen. Lowry's, dude. Oh. I, I put my mouth on the kitchen faucet and turned the cold water on, and I literally couldn't feel the water on my tongue because it was so like viscous. You know, it, was, it was inflating like a dry yeah. sponge. Oh my god. Uh, so, uh, Let me uh, very quickly render my answer because it's the same as qualms. I hate the month of March. And it's because it's a cruelties. That's literally the only reason why. It seems like one week you look at the forecast and you're about to be out of the woods. And then three days later, it flips back on you. You're like, oh, shit, it's going to be 61 on Saturday. I'm going to roll the grill out. And it's like literally the next day. No, it's 31 and there's a blizzard coming our way. There's going to be 11 feet of snow. (laughs) Living through March is like like being in a low-grade like gaslighting relationship. Like every day, it's yeah. trying to convince right. you. Like, no, it wasn't nice yesterday. Yeah, it was raining yesterday, and then it's nice yeah, again. Right, and you're right. like, wait, what's going wait, on? And also, I never Am seem I to plan trips. I never plan trips in March because I plan the trips in February when right. I'm like dead of winter. It's definitely going to be fucked up. Or mm-hmm. I do them in April, which you know, Marnie has her spring break. It's our date anniversary. But we even got screwed with the heck of Chicago was freezing when we were there last week. Yes, yeah, so March. I don't like March. <laughs> Fuck March. Fuck March. <laughs> And if anyone wants to keep talking about how much we hate Irish people, I'm definitely down after the show. <laughs> after the show. After, after the Donnelly leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the problem is I hate Americans trying to reflect what they think is Irish. That's yeah, the problem. That's very true. Yeah. You know, like if, if, if everywhere could be, like every year I used to go and visit uh, like the whole Irish crew from the bar scene in downtown would all get together and kind of go bar hopping. Yep. And I just, I'd made sure that no matter what I'd meet up with them and we would drink good whiskey and we would cheers a pint and we would have fun. Like that yeah. part of it was great. But then yeah. we were surrounded by people who would like yell at the bartenders for not having green beer. Yeah. And like, you're like, are you serious right yeah. now? Or like yeah. one dude uh, refused to tip because there wasn't beer. a shamrock drawn on the top of his Guinness. Oh, good Lord. And I was like, man, dude, they don't even do that shit in Ireland. No, They'll knock you out for asking. I just, when was I, the last time you were in Ireland? My honeymoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. They did not give a shamrock. No. They do have a cool machine at Guinness, though, that, like, 3D prints, like, a face on it. Oh, yeah. That's some crazy shit. That's beer technology. I don't have a problem with uh, patties. I've actually, well, I haven't recently because of obvious circumstances, but for 20 years I've done a uh, corned beef hash for friends. Yep. And, you know, Guinness and Irish cream and all that fun stuff. But well, I, neighbors. I, now I'm indifferent. Now I'm indifferent yeah. about 16 years of, of working in a bar on St. Patrick's Day. Will, it'll kill it. For sure. Yeah. It'll, For sure. it'll, wear, it'll yeah. wear you down. It'll, it'll continuously beat you. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of things that I hate simply <laughs> yeah. because of that is the, the list is a mile long. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> but oh, it ends man. with the month of March. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I, although I will, I do have to say, going back to the sports ball thing, I have come around. I never was really a big NCAA March Madness uh, fan in the last like five, ten years. I've actually really enjoyed both tournaments. It's really fun just watching like the literally anything can happen runs. Yeah. You know, there's one team every year that just plays way outside of their their minds, and that part of it is kind of fun. Sure. Yep. But that's more of just like a, a salve on yep. just like a shitty burn for a whole and month. They, right, and right. they happen to have a white dude with a mustache who gets all the publicity just because he scores a cu- couple points. But <laughs> there's way more there's way more important players in the team that don't have mustaches and aren't white that don't get any publicity. Every is that time, what you're talking about? Every single time. Shining moment. Yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Every year they try to make one the star. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, he's got a mustache. Sign him up. He's like, he's the story. He's the hockey hair team of the entire yes. NCAA tournament. Yes. You, know, you know, another great point, though, when you brought up, Daniel, when you brought up September, you know what sucks about September? September's a great month, but everyone acts like warm season's over, even though September in Minnesota is actually still really nice. Yeah. Out. Yeah. And yeah. I always, I, every year I go on social media and I remind people, like, it's still summer. Yep. Summer ends much later than you think right, it does. Right. Because people start uh, eulogizing summer in Minnesota on like August 20th. Yeah, the last yep. day I'm of the like, state I'm like, you got fair. literally at least yep. a month of yes. 70 degree weather. Exactly. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll no, be I, fine. We're going to live through I it. I feel you there because my birthday is August 11th. So it was always kind of like, I grew up in Illinois, but. It, same enough. It's just like, this is like the end of summer. Like it's just August 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're only a couple of weeks away. Like, oh, summer is over. Yeah. But then, so then you get into September and then you almost like have this weird feeling when it is nice out. Like, am I even allowed to go out there? What? Like, like, oh, well, it's a, a September. <laughs> it should be fall right now. Like I, I gotta put my shorts away. Right. Like, well, I can't wear shorts in <laughs> oh, September. Oh, can't man. wear shorts after Labor Day. Isn't that a thing? What, are they, what do people call it? The Sunday scaries. Sunday, yeah, Sunday yeah, people do that with September. Yep. September yep. scaries. Yep. September like, well, yep. well, in a month it's gonna be a little chilly. Yep. <laughs> oh, I have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. You know what creates this whole thing? Oktoberfest because they come out at the yeah. end of August. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they yeah. come out July fifteenth. So if, if all brewers got together and be like, hey, <laughs> let's release it on October first. How about it? There it is. Yeah, yep. like, I feel like all this whole You've film got 28 days go away. to sell 38 pallets of beer. Go. Oh, oh every time. <laughs> it's awful. Every time. Like, like I love how it's always like the, I'll, honestly, that's a real thing. Like, you'll start walking around liquor stores like, who's going to be first? Who's it going to be? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you'll just see, like, oh, the like poor, like, 20-year-old stock boy just coming in with, like, yeah. the giant blue and white stacks <laughs> yeah. just going up. you like, oh, it's- ah, Who had Sam's? <laughs> who had Sam's? <laughs> Five bucks to you, sir. Sam's Oktoberfest, July 31st. <laughs> right. Like, Dude, when, they get when I worked at Elevated, it was like- I swear, to, I swear to you, it was like lining kugels dropped on the fifteenth, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Fifteenth of July. Of July, I'm like, "You had to brew the shit in May. What are you doing? Stop! You put a month in the name. It yeah. doesn't matter. You're, you can explain you're the story actively all you want. selling summer shandy right now. What are you doing? You're gonna put a Marzana next to summer right. shandy. I mean, granted, it is supposed to come out in September, but not in fucking July. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. But also, as Gotta we get grow, it, right next to the pumpkin beer. Yeah, right, right next no, to okay. pumpkin. Oh as we grow up and mature as a business, I do like really appreciate anyone that can think far enough ahead to like yeah, get their right. shit out on the front end of something, <laughs> which we just like. You know, we're always scrambling and trying. To, we we know that that's a, like a smart business move, but like this will be our first seasonal. We're gonna re- release a, a lemon lime lager that'll probably be ready like in early May, if not late. And so that's like when everyone else puts out their summer is seasonals. Is it super right? with like, lemon also? It's a uh, it's. It's into it, which is we did in a cherry lime variety and a tangerine oh, yeah. lime. A tangerine lime. Yeah, back, we're bringing it back in a lemon lime lager variety. Yep. 
we did super sea salt and lime last year, and it was it was good, but we just we're, we're mixing it up. We're, we're super sea salt lime is not dead in my mind. We just might no. That give it is a year. fantastic. I love that so please it's just so, let me know. Oh when god, it's so back. good. Yeah. Yeah. it's so good. It'll but super, tap but it has so oh, yeah. it has an identity crisis because super as a premium lager is like it's made out of rice, which people think rice is cheap. Not the way we do it. It's like a very expensive lager. So right, you get into this cheap. and then you put more shit into it. And so it has this kind of this identity crisis where like you have your foamers limes of the world, which are like made, they're designed to, to rival that Bud Light lime, you know, whatever. And that's like, and I would much rather have a local Bud Light lime, but super sea salt lime isn't really that. It's like a, you know, it's going to be four bucks. It's four bucks more on the shelf, you know, whatever for yeah, four it's pack. So it's just like, translate. you know, but into it, we can just use a slightly cheaper malt base and, Kind of slide it in a little bit lower, but it's still going to be more than yeah. Fulmer's Lime. But I, I feel know. like you just spread the sheets and asked us to join you on that journey. That was nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> elevated oh. levels of lagers. <laughs> Speaking of being ahead of a, a trend, can I have one of those chill, 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 oh, chill, chills? Ahead of a trend. Uh, we should amidst uh, amidst a very amidst. brief trend. <laughs> I love a false pattern. There was, there was a little bit of sarcasm. We, yeah, we, <laughs> I feel like it's appropriate for me to have a false pattern. Yes. What up? Topic yeah. number two. Yeah, let's do that. Have a little. Yeah. Oh, I already drank mine. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's not how you did It was in front of me this whole time. It's tough. The struggle's real. For the record, Daniel said December, and John said February. February. Because we weren't calling people my name. Oh yeah, good call. We should be better we about names. A lot. I'm horrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, this is, Dan- this is Daniel and I hate Christmas. <laughs> this is John and I fucking hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> Love you, honey. If you have your laminated, then Charles here. We, we hate St. Patrick's Day <laughs> <laughs> and Christmas and, and, and Valentine's Day. And I hate a lot of stuff. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck everything. <laughs> oh, I just celebrate on other times. I also don't give out cards. I'm weird. Uh, all right, so I wanted to go kind of back old school. And back to when we were kids, yep. when you had sleepovers, because sleepovers, I feel like all rules sort of got to be bent. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily broken, because you still were in somebody else's house or they were at yours. But you got like a little bit more leeway to get wild with it. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite like snack, treat, way of bending the rules? I, there could be, it could be a movie that you watched or a video game that you played. What, was, what, what did you look forward to the most for a sleepover? And maybe Daniel will kick it your way first. Pizza rolls. <laughs> the Tino's Pizza Rolls. No way. <laughs> I mean, at your house or at somebody else's house? Uh, both, yes. And then uh, was it microwave or oven? Uh, well, it was always oven when you're a kid, but I feel like as as you're an adult and you get introduced to alcohol and you're usually eating Totino's Pizza Rolls in a time of complete and utter starvation, <laughs> I feel like I've become a, mi- a microwave pizza roll person. <laughs> Simply out of necessity. No, but I guarantee you I have a better answer than that. I just could not stop thinking about pizza rolls as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as you asked the question. We just so had some John, you just John, throw rolls. it to John and no. let, me, let me like right. think about um, sleepovers. Yeah, something will occur to you. Yeah. We ate a lot of bullshit snacks when we were kids. Yeah. There's no one answer. There, yeah, there's man, there's so much bullshit snacks. Um, well, so like uh, my my dad was a pastor, or he's still a pastor, but um, so nobody ever wanted to do a sleepover at our house because 
they thought like oh. my dad was gonna like indoctrinate them or something like that. Right, so you guys were having communion. <laughs> so first we, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. come on over. We can you can play in the basement and play Goldeneye, but you have to take communion first. <laughs> <laughs> you can go blast each other with AKs, but you got to play. Take Damn, something first. about that's kind of cool as an assassin. Yeah, you, know? you take it. You're dressed as a priest. You get the silencer. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta have the that, that's the, Hitman, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the wire. What do you call that? The oh, the piano wire. Yeah. Oh, Garrett. Yeah. No, we're talking yeah. about Garrett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, so nobody, nobody ever wanted to, um, this is kind of a two pronged attack, but, uh, so nobody wanted to come to my house when I was a kid, but my parents never bought like soda or like sugary drinks at all. So like, if I went over to my buddy's houses, they always like, they had like either Sam's club or Costco or whatever the membership thing at the time was, we would drink like 36 cans of like sun-kissed orange soda (laughs) or grape soda and just like, (laughs) Be up till four, just purely on adrenaline and sugar, and, and then just having to piss nonstop. Yeah, exactly. Just purple teeth, purple <laughs> shit. It was just bad. Like, what did you do last night? I don't remember. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I got diabetes. Oh yeah, my hands won't stop shaking. <laughs> yeah, right. Purple um, teeth, purple shit. Isn't that a Lil Yachty song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it on. That's the mu- music that's outro. That's the outro. Yeah, I'll, I'll just drop it. That's, the, that's, that's where we go for an ad break, right? <laughs> This now next segment now brought to you by our sponsors. <laughs> from our sponsors, Lil Yachty. That does kind of remind me of what, like a, a fun sleepover memory of when I would go over to my friend Paul's house and we would make instant coffee, which was never around in my house, out of wa- with water, Joe. Which, if you guys oh, remember, shit, water, Joe. the caffeinated water. Yeah. Yep. And so we would just li- literally pull all nighters and play video games on his PlayStation, yeah. like Need for Speed, until all night. And all those, like, are, like, really crisp memories in my brain, and they're all, like, really special because we didn't have any of that shit at home. Right. So I think those are, like, yeah. my favorite memories mm. of sleepovers in general is, like, those sugary drinks, or, like, we like, I don't know, fruit snacks, like, anything, like, we grew up, like, dirt poor, never had anything in the cupboard. And so when I would go to other people's houses, they'd be like, oh, man, you got, like, yeah. have you yeah. seen all this? You got fruit Wait, rolls? you got gushers? You got gushers. Oh, in like, you got, like, a whole pack of them. If my mom ever brought that shit home with four boys, they would be gone in a second. Like, she did, she learned her lessons. Like, yeah. she'd probably just pretend to be a poor. Be like, like, I'm not bringing you kids. like watching kid. Planet Earth when a <laughs> pack of wolves get something. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're at somebody else's house putting an entire roll of bubble tape in your mouth. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Lining your teeth with fruit by the foot. <laughs> you pull it out, it's like half dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And that was stocked up for this week. <laughs> and that was the last time there was powder all over my nose at a party. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> you were doing rips of ecto cooler. Yeah, yeah. Crushing lines of fun dip. Vomiting Ooh. fucking turquoise. Oh, God. I yes. had a friend that we we paid $10 for him to do a line of pixie sticks. And oh. I still feel bad for, like, yep. the look on his face. I don't remember thing. you from high school. Used to make smoke <laughs> <laughs> I just remember he ran around. He was, like, pressing his fingers into his forehead above his left eye. And was yeah. just running around going, oh, That's my God. Oh, my God. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And, like, and you oh, made him smoke a rolled up leaf. Oh, God. Did we, we kill him? him? Oh, no. We yeah. for sure did that to yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smoked, smoked candy cigarettes. I feel on the bed I did more pretend drugs than I do actual drugs, and I do quite a bit of drugs. Yeah, I but think like, I'm with you on that. Yeah, right? but yeah. emulating it. Was yeah, like, right. Those candy cigarettes, like, I mean, how cool. What, is the, what, was, like, what good was the, the D.A.R.E. program anyway? Oh, my God. It, like, no, introduced us to everything. Yeah. Accelerated. This fucking dare, nerd. Dare to do drugs. I was like, I'm fine. Yeah, I okay, D.A.R.E. accepted. Yeah. 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 Triple dog me. I dare you. Fucking dare me. <laughs> All right, so with the dare, did everybody have dare in their school? Yes. Yeah. Did you as well? Yep. In okay. 
So uh, did you guys have the, uh, in that program, they had somebody from the local office of the FBI come down and teach us about like criminal apprehension and they did a fun little experiment where they fingerprinted all of us. Uh, <coughs> I found out what, I found out after college. <laughs> where were you in this happened? In <laughs> South Minneapolis. In, in our school, like the they, finger, they fingerprinted everybody, like in the whole school, as, oh as part of. Really? The, like, yeah, they and built a database a on Minneapolis that. public schools for oh that. Oh my god! Yeah, that's uh, well, that'll that, keep your ass off that's, drugs. That's no, yeah, no child left behind. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. we got his prince. Bush yeah. was uh, Bush was a real is this some Alex Jones shit. Are you yeah. No, it was, yeah, absolutely it was no. It was did the, they just the, do this to you because you look like a grown? No, they did it to our whole country. It was the exact same. Are you supposed to be within five hundred feet of this place, sir? Yeah, they're like, I'm just fingerprinting this guy that's hanging out with all these children. You know, like that's just a good move. You're right. This was like five years. Ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the two biggest shocks that I have from my childhood were that and then finding out long after high school that uh, our high school hamburgers and cheeseburgers never had meat in them. They were all soy, which great, but oh, also like what? that's real fucking weird that they were, just felt like we don't need to tell the kids that. You were like the... Uh the, the guinea pigs for like Beyond Burger. Absolutely. And Impossible like Burgers it. for like 10 years out. Yeah, that's why they were Fucking like, we always just thought they just left them on to be like extra well done. Yeah. But it's literally because it was just plant soy. material oh in God. there. Yeah. Is that what I had? District 279, man. They, they, yeah, they pulled it. Shout out. <laughs> I loved the uh, Morningstar chickpea burgers when I was a kid. Oh, dude, those are Lemonese. It's basically, it's just falafel. Yeah, it's falafel. <laughs> it's just oh, a yeah. falafel burger. Literally that sounds burgers. awesome. Uh, let's see. Well, Charles, what's 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 your what was Wait, your jam at the sleepovers? About? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> dill pickle chips. Ooh, oh. used to just crush a full size bag of dill pickle chips. That's a good answer by myself, dude. Talk about sucking sucking all the moisture out of your. <laughs> oh man, those were yeah. Like watching wrestling at my childhood friend Adam's house on the pirate box. Where's my bag of dill pickle chips? And I dude. Go, Fucking so thirty ounces, whatever. Oh my god! The, yeah, yeah yes. you have to click it with your finger every time the picture went out. Yeah, yeah. Click, 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 click <laughs> to get the picture. So to come many back wires. In. Oh, so yeah. many wires. It looked like a bomb. Like, yeah, it, just, it looks. It literally <laughs> so looked like wires. some sort of shitty. Don't have that in your car. It's like not a, a blue wire. <laughs> yeah, in like a bad in a bad action movie. You said cut the green wire. There is no green wire. What a weird thing that was. That's wild. But yeah, that's uh, that would be it. I mean, and, and this is when I was like fucking four because I started drinking alcohol really young. So what else am I gonna say after I started drinking alcohol and salty snacks? Yeah. Well, because because those were also that was like that was salt and like crystallized vinegar and then also like yeah, dried dough. That's why I love vinegar chips probably yeah. as an adult. Oh, Marnie hates them, but she'll so if Marnie gets chips and I don't eat a lot of snacks, but if we're like yeah, let's eat some fucking chips, we got some friends coming over for like a football game or something. Yep. And she goes to pick up chips. She'll get herself like the like a cheddar chip, and then she'll get a vinegar chip. And she'll look at me like she's done something benevolent and be like, "You know what? I got these just for you." Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thanks, babe. <laughs> That's awesome. You know I hate these, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm seeking like, acknowledgement. You know that I'm not going to eat any yeah, of those. I'm not going to eat it because yeah, damn one I of these. don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, right. Just, that is that is what she's saying. Yeah. She's not saying I bought this for you. She's saying. I actually will not eat that. Yeah. I want only you to enjoy <laughs> Don't eat my chips. Yeah. Have these for you. <laughs> oh, yep. That is the code. That's okay. also part That's of right. it. One hundred percent. My yep. Yep. my wife is a a uh, rigid chip and uh, top the tater person. Yeah, you gotta get that crunch. Ruffle. And yep. she will get she will get a separate bag of chips for me. And then have two bags for her, and she will yep. slowly work her way through her top the tater. Yep. And <laughs> if I am not eating top the tater, and I don't enjoy like seasoned sour cream, which is not my jam, mm. so I don't eat that. Therefore, I cannot have those chips. Ah, uh, it's just like a nope. 
Okay. Nope. Yeah. Those are house rules. Those are house Those rules. Are house rules. Yep. <laughs> for uh, for yeah. me, it was uh, it depended on whose house I was going to because I also had the uh, the house with no fun things in it. There was no yep. sugared cereal. There was no pop. There was yep. no anything. We found other plenty of fun things to do. But when I would go to somebody else's house, it was uh, Mountain Dew in a can because Mountain Ooh. Dew in a can is less effervescent, and so we would cheers and chug a Mountain Dew and then open one for drinking. So we were already 12 ounces yes. of dew deep. So we were hitting 24. Is it fizzier in the bottle? Maybe. It's fizzier in the bottle. I don't remember, but I was a, I loved dew when I was a kid. Yeah, sure. it was, there's something about that. And then the combo was yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah, you're probably dew. right, but I, I've literally never I thought I think they that. probably got to make it fizzier so it keeps, it's, you so know. So it holds. Yeah, yeah, keep, yeah, yeah. it keeps. What keeps was the longer. orange one? Do you remember Orange Mountain Dew? Yeah. Oh, they uh, made a bunch of them. They had Code Red, they had Mountain Blast, they had, what Code was the orange, orange Yeah, I remember drinking the shit out of the orange one. I can picture it, but I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, me and my I buddy remember, played Max Payne all the time in uh, oh, Orange man. Mountain Dew on well, Xbox One. Was it oh, so? The first Xbox One. Wait, Xbox when did, how long ago did that come out? Is that it, was probably 2000. Ah, uh, that would, might have been like 2002. You're so yeah, young. Yeah. Maybe. It's cold red. Was yeah, I was like, that was like, that was yeah. post-college yeah. for me. Yeah. Upper class, man. Just talk about red teeth, blue teeth. Yeah. Because like, yeah. yeah, gold, gold and I was freshman year in college. So yeah, that must have been after college for me. Wow. But yeah, that, I mean, I, I do I remember that. When that came out for me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, next question. Uh, but no, but then the other, the the, the salty well, snack, because you have to have the sweet and salty together. Yeah, absolutely. Was uh, the the blue canister with the yellow lid planter's cheese balls. Okay. Dude. Like, where I would eat them until oh, there was, the like, yeah. the too. roof of my mouth like, looked uh, like one of those old bars that they've never cleaned fancy. the ceiling on. <laughs> and there's just, like, dust stalactites or stalagmites, whichever one they are, just yes. hanging down. Yep. That's what the top of my mouth would look like the yes. next morning when so I woke you up. You got to go to a Menards now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get the one that you could, like, fit a small child in. Yes. Like, I, I, remember, I remember brushing my teeth when I get home from a sleepover and, like, making sure I didn't even touch the roof of my mouth because it was so raw. <laughs> I was like going tooth by tooth. Like, oh. I got, you got cheese balled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you got. Yes. <laughs> and forget about Listerine. That would have just. No. That was napalm. No. <laughs> That's just scorched earth right there, man. That's your, like. Your gums were cheese balled. Uh, yeah, they were cheese balled. Scraped all the skin off Same. But also listen to your story about like slamming that Mountain Dew and like something we probably all yeah. did as oh, kids. Yeah. It's like it makes me just kind of give reference to how. Similar, we are. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's yeah. like yeah. really changed. Like the legality. Like you can't yeah. tell me that slamming a hams versus slamming Mountain Dew. Right. One is better than the other as right. far as the, like your development as a human hey, being. We never change. Yeah. We never. Yeah. Change. I was just talking about my brother Time to my real. brother-in-law about this the other day. That like I forgot what it. He sent me this video. I forgot what it was. Something on Instagram. And one of the factoids I sent him, I was like, A, this. I don't remember what it was. B. The older we get, the more we realize that we actually don't ever yep. grow up yep. with the same people fundamentally. Yep. Pretty much. But when you're a kid, you look at adults, and I think it's because adults look at kids and they're like, look at me, I got it all figured out. But yep. like seconds later, they get the flop sweat. They're like, I hate yeah. my life. <laughs> That's basically. You know, that I mean, you're life. not wrong. Yeah, like, we never grow up. You know, somebody asked me, like, well, when was the last time you shotgunned a beer? I'm like, how many days or what are we looking yeah, at? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> uh, oh, I live a very different life than you. Are you using Gregorian calendar? <laughs> exactly. if, if you've ever had to parent your parents, you know that we never grow up. Exactly. And we all at some point have to parent our parents. Yep. You are not like, wrong. Yep. This yep. is what your your behavior right now is what you used to yell at me about. Correct. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened? Yep. Or your older brother. Like 
You're the oldest, aren't sure. you? No, Tony's the Tony's oldest. Tony's the oldest, yeah. yeah. So, like, my older brother, is, uh, he's, he's four years older than me. Mm. Doesn't drink that much, doesn't smoke that much. Sure. But, like, when he does, he goes hard. And then, like, okay. he, it's like a <laughs> boop, boop. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like GameStop stocks. <laughs> straight down, straight up. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, David, like, I know you can whip my ass because you're, like, a jiu-jitsu guy, but... I'm going to pull you out of this bar right now. And like, I'm keg, I'm keg strong. Like I'll pull you out of here. Like it's going to, we're going to get, we're going to get out of here. You pick him up by the handles. He has belt loops. He has belt loops. So how does that behavior as adults relate to how you guys were as kids, as kids? Were you like, Oh, he whooped real, the shit out of me. No, but yeah. were you like slamming mountain dudes, but more balanced? Yeah, and he yeah, just, yeah. he, he only knew one speed, you know, he's like, yeah. he would yeah. usually, he would avoid the mountain dew until he didn't. And then, True, yeah, and then like, it was yeah. just a twelve pack gone. Yep. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah. Yeah. Squeezing the yeah. sides of a two liter. Uh, you know, there's <laughs> a, there a Halo night and a and a what's the um, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force oh night? My God, oh yeah. yes, we're we're going hard today, boys. I will uh, <laughs> I will uh, I will agree with you in that <laughs> even as somebody who was in his early twenties at that moment, mm-hmm. we still when Halo Two came out. Two of my friends came over and we stayed up all night to beat it. We played 17 and a half hours straight. Oh my we God. ordered food twice delivery. <laughs> oh, that's insane. It was, it was, did you well, at least mix it up or did you get Domino's twice? Oh, no, no, we mixed it up. We, okay, uh, yeah, that campaign was only six hours long. You guys are terrible. <laughs> For Halo 2? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> so, yeah, God. Like, uh, you guys are I don't terrible. Remember. I don't remember any side What took you so long? You guys must have been smoking weed. Shut up, I'm a completionist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, would you get? Yeah. <laughs> how would you how would you consider your dexterity levels? Because come on, yeah, can you do yeah. brain surgery? Yeah, right. <laughs> Matt, only if I could use my thumbs. Yeah, yes. If it was on an Xbox controller, yeah, totally, absolutely. You know what else is funny? You got to a rumble about? pack like yeah. operation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hit the sides. Sorry, dude, you forgot math. Oh, oh, oh. Here, here's something I didn't think I haven't thought about in many many years. But when I was a kid, after a basketball game, I would slam a bottle of Mountain Dew. Yep. That was like, that was the Gatorade. After a game, I would drink a big ass yeah, bottle yeah, of Mountain Dew. I think that was normal. Yeah. When I coached, uh, when I coached basketball, the like player of the game that I awarded would get a two liter bottle of the soda of their choice. And it was like a big deal. Yeah. How funny is that? That's that insane. Soda. Yeah. Like yep. you have a giant bottle of pop. Yeah. Good work. Good work doing all that. Like uh, working out. Physical activity. Physical activity. Let's slam Let's fuck all this the up sugar. sugar and <laughs> syrup. Fuck your teeth. Up. Yeah. Right. Real quick. Here's some Dr. Pepper. Snorkel it. What? <laughs> Say that again. There was, the microphone. there was, I feel like there was, well, uh, there was going to be echo. Uh, there was, there was Powerade, there was Gatorade, but there was a third one that was carbonated. carbonated? Like Kirby Puckett endorsed it. Oh. It was, I, and I couldn't figure out how, like, if you were really thirsty, why would you carbonate it? Like, it was. Yeah. Mm, it might Sounds like that. a Minnesota thing. Man, my. Uh, how did I been, get those Mountain Dews It's, down? Scra- it's scraping its way out of the barn. It. And my memory's back here, but. Yeah, man. It's getting there. <laughs> All right, dear uh, internet. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well cheers. Hey. Waste them up. Slancha. It's a slam and mandu. It's a slam and mandu. I'm going to just think about Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Mm. That's good, Code Red. <laughs> mm. Code Brown. You got to use the bathroom? That's a different We got to go to another ad break. Code Brown. Really? Is that actually a thing? Because I feel like code if that brown? is a thing, it's not really code. Yeah. Yeah, like if someone said code brown, I don't, I don't think that anyone would. All sports. 
All it was called sports. All Sports. That's, I, all sports. I don't remember that. That's right. It was, they really? used the exact... It was like a black label with like electric yellow really? and yeah. orange I don't and remember blue. that. It looked very similar to like the Surge label. Yep. With, with black and the uh, and and then they copied all of Gatorade's cool. colors. Yeah, but it was carbonated. Yep. And I remember we were at a basketball tournament and they like handed them out like they were they were there just like sampling out. Yeah. And they gave us all bottles and we finished the game oh, and I was like, I oh don't cool. Recognize this at all? I'm we took a giant drink and I was like, what the fuck? Like, yep. <laughs> I'm out of yep. breath and I'm thirsty and now I'm chugging something that's like highly that's, carbonated. I remember yeah, I remember biking so to the, to the local PDQ and getting all yes. sports and candy cigarettes ah, and yes, cat guns. Dude, the PDQ. <laughs> Whatever happened to those guys? Well, they got bought by Tom Thumb, and then Tom Thumb got bought Ooh. by Speedway or one of the big chains. Oh. And now they're all yeah. literally one. That's all. One. Yeah, and now it's just gas stations. Yeah, so it's just they got rid of the market. It's just Basil Stop yeah. now. Isn't it Basil Stop? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my Basil God. Stop. <laughs> right? Kind of reminds me of like what might have been the first ever. <laughs> five years, people will be like, yeah, it is Bezos. Yeah, what might have been the first ever Modest Surly collab was for the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ba- the the, um, the Rattler. What did we Rattler. call it? Rad, I think it was called Rad Summer. Yeah, Rad Summer. Yeah. But in the, in the, in the yeah, think yeah. tank sessions between Surly and Modest back then, it was it was a rattler with electrolytes. It was, I mean, yeah. like a rattler yeah. in quotes. You gotta get it wasn't a rattler, lights. but we just had to call it right. something. But um, we really like <laughs> being a, a surly dude brewer at the time. We really wanted to call it a grapefruit sports ale. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> grapefruit sports ale. Yeah. <laughs> Beer with electrolyte. Yes. Like we just, it's what, what plants crave. It's what, what plants crave. What, what the TTB to say to that? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Ben Smith. We wouldn't have even was? submitted it. To <laughs> I know, probably. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you can't do. You can't yeah. do shit. Yeah. yeah I made a label once with a mixed martial artist on it that looked like Paige Van Zant for Mankato Brewing Company. This is one of my favorite TTB stories. And when we submitted the label, the response it was like uh, seeking clarification, and the note was uh, literally they were trying. It was entrapment because they said in the note to me. Uh, is the person visualized competing in a, a sports event or a sports uh, sports competition? There it is. And I responded, "It's a video game character." And they were like, "Okay, approved." <laughs> but if I had said, "Yes, it is actually a mixed martial artist," they would yeah. have been oh. like. That's a sporting event. You're, no. you're purporting that this is a sports beverage. Oh, my God. I knew that's what they were trying to do because I've submitted hundreds of labels. But, yeah. If you say we, sport, we, there should be. Man, like, we gotta, if there isn't already, there should, a, there should be a subreddit for uh, TTB responses. Absolutely. Oh, there is, like, there's uh, a yeah. Facebook page. Are, is you there? On, are you on the... Um, no. Please. I won't please say the name because the TTB will be listening to this and find it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're listening it. right now. I will invite they're you They're actually to right outside the door. Well, yeah, the FBI yeah. fingerprinted right. Quam. They know who's in this room. They know who's in this Fucking room. great drops out. Yeah. And then you just hear, uh, meow. <laughs> we know we're not. We've no, identified, no, we're super chill. We've identified four corner cutters in the yes, TTB. Yes, Right. And we hate that. Someone at Modest said sport. I heard someone say sports. Yeah. Yeah. sports go blue mobilize. team. Go red team. Mobilize. <laughs> I still think that the TTB. Whenever I visualize them, they're the um, the planet of bureaucracy from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> like that's every time, every response I get back. That's how I yeah. read it. Yes, that's how I hear it. The council table. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. What well, do you think? What do you think, everyone? <laughs> Topic number three. Beer related. What beer style do you love that nobody fucking wants? Oh, man. I love an English mild. Joan, English mild. Yep. 
Yeah. Is there is there one that you're envisioning right now that you adore? Um, Yeah. When we were well, so uh, back to the Ireland story. On my on my honeymoon, we went to England and Ireland and Scotland, and it was it was a Fuller's product. It wasn't like the ones you can get here. And then there was a Bellhaven. Oh, so good. Bellhaven on cask too. I like I just drank cask beer all the way through. That's and Guinness. It was so good. When you could find like the good old school cask draw, yep. that's whatever that is. That's what I yeah, want. Yep, exactly. Like that was like I walked in every every pub and was like, just like looked at the beer list and the whiskey list and was like, okay, cool. That I'm gonna get one of those and then look at the draft and you're like, yep, I want that cask beer immediately. Four of them, please, because I know I'm not gonna get drunk because they're all like three and a half percent. Right. Yep. They're all so <laughs> they're like damn near kombucha. Like all right, give me ten. I don't care. There it is. I'm here. <laughs> And then four shots of whiskey. <laughs> to get you there. Get to you get there. me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was on vacation, you know. Definitely agree with Mild. I'm trying to, like, it's hard to find, like, sometimes when you want to get kicked in the teeth with a sour, it's kind of hard to find Flanders Red. And I, like, I can't say that I enjoy them all the time, but some of the time it's just, like, you want, like, the most sour thing. It's probably sure. just your body, like, craving something to, for balance. But yeah. I definitely, I definitely want... I want something that sour way more often than it's available. But then now I'm also thinking about our Radler. Yeah, but like a Duchess? Like, Are you a fan of you Rodenbach? Like What's Rod- that? Rodenbach Grand Cru? Yeah. Or not? Oh, yeah, or du- yeah. yeah, Duchess. Yeah, or Duchess, yeah. Um, yep. But then also, also if, yep. if there was like, thinking about like our very well-balanced electrolyte Shandy, <laughs> like there's just... Like, <laughs> Is this a plug? There's... The, there's the, <laughs> It's a sports no, ale, guys. It's a sports ale. He's expressly stating that no one wants what he's talking about. This is a lesson learned situation, it sounds like. <laughs> it seems like there's just not enough, like, like in the bars I hang out with, there's not enough of that, like, in-between kind of fruity, but, like, not, like, overly sweet option mm. available all the time. Whereas, like, you can get, you know, call it a Shandy, call it a Rattler, but call it... I don't know, call it someone that's actually making good beer. Mm-hmm. It's like, I kind of always want one of those as an alternative to like your macro, whatever. And you kind of have to be, I mean, at a, like, what's the popular Rattler? They kind of like the Stiegel. 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 Yeah, like yeah. they have that, that that's or pretty popular. But it's still like a little bit too sweet for me. But I'm, I feel yeah, like I'm always craving sweet. something that's kind of dry, yeah. Yeah. but with like a little bit of not beer flavor. Yeah. And that's yeah. like, it's sure. like, Palmer I mean, I guess seltzers are kind of filling that gap, but it's not quite seltzer. So that. I like that. Do you know what that means? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Well, yeah. I mean, Daniel, I was going to say the no same thing. No goddamn idea what you're talking about. The, <laughs> when I want something sour, Fast. I want something really sour. And I love vinegar. I use vinegar in cooking a lot. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely drink balsamic vinegar on the rocks if it was moderately socially acceptable. I love... Like more than one set. That's how you yeah. get kicked out of a lot of places. That's I fair. Imagine. Exactly. And I understand that. <laughs> Looks like he's drinking more. Okay, remind me to tell a story about drinking vinegar. <laughs> well, I make, I make shrubs at home a lot. So sure. I'm literally using apple cider vinegar to and sugar to pull out everything from fruit. And then I strain it all out and I use that as a mixer with soda water nice. because that, that like gets me close to that. But I agree with you that we just don't have, culturally in America, we don't have a lot of those wild fermented, really truly like stab you in the salival gland sours. Yep, yep. And it, it bums me out. And uh, Duchess de Bourgogne is one that I absolutely like, when, I, when it's around, we have it in our fridge, my wife loves it, we will crush those. Like those are fantastic. But when you travel around Europe, like there are so many more that you mm-hmm. can find and they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're aged and they're just yeah. fantastic. Like Tilkin and... 
But then my other my other yeah. one, I was going to say like a like a brown yes. ale, especially if it was cast. Uh, and uh, you know, recently losing Taylor Hawkins, I missed out on meeting the Foo Fighters because I was waiting for a cast draw at the Breslin in New York, and my wife was like trying to flag me to come back. And she's, I, I didn't know at the time, but she was literally standing in the middle of the band. And I was like laughing at the bartender. He's pulling on the, he's like, she wants a beer now. Like, yeah. ha, 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 here you <laughs> go, man. High five. Da, da, da. And as I walked back with our two cask beers, the band was exiting oh the premises. Oh. And there's, there's a lot more fun to that story. But it was like, that's how bad I wanted that beer. And then coming back, I was like, I, I'm still glad I got this. Yeah. Like, there's just not that many places that have the cask in the basement and still have the old right. school draw. And everywhere that we've traveled in Europe, when you see it at the bar, I don't even care what's in it. No, yeah, like, exactly. That's, Just get it. That's the pull that yeah, I want. 100%. And, you know, most of, of the beer drinking crowd that I'm around on a regular basis wouldn't want to wait for it, would yep. be like, why isn't this, I think it's flat, yep. why isn't this cold, like, yep. the, all of the different things. And you're yeah. like, oh, just drink it, man, it's fucking delicious. Yeah. yeah. But, Charles, what about you? This is, I love, the reason I presented this question is because I assist my clients in their uh, interpretation or designation or determination of styles that they should produce. And I think that a lot of times there's a misnomer that because I uh, recommend a particular style that it's because it's what I personally want to enjoy. Whereas sometimes it's true, but it's not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes it's the furthest from the truth because if it were up to me, a lot of the styles that I love, I would want them to produce, but that would be selfish I'm a big alt beer bobo. I Ooh, fucking uh, love yeah. alt beer. Yeah. That's a clear indicator that I'm not going to ask you to make an alt beer because guess what? No one wants to pay for it. Right. right. It's going to be me. It's going to be Rob Shellman. Yep. And it's going to be Michael Agnew. It's going to be John Donnelly. And yeah, yeah. There's gonna be, sure, there's going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be another <laughs> like 50 of yeah, us. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also have to know and we have to go right. there and have to seek it out. So it's, it's interesting because often, you know, there's an emerging style and I'm like, well, if you want to get ahead of this, then maybe you need to put some chips down on this thing. And yep. sometimes it is classical styles, like lager is becoming a big thing now. And it's yep. something I've been like, it's been like what we were talking about with Marco about rum, rum, rum's about to happen. <laughs> I've been saying lager's about to happen for fucking six years. And then now it's like, lager's happening. Lager's happening. We said rum was going to happen in 2006. And I've said stop. it every yeah. year since. Uh -huh. it's, we can't stop yep. saying it. Yep. But basically that's, the lesson is that I fucking love alt beer. Yeah. I yes. love it. I wish everybody made one. Yep. But that's totally selfish because if they did, here's the thing. If you guys had an alt beer on right now, I'd be like, fuck, this is delicious, but what are these guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, why? Well, that's like, are you torpedoing thank, your business? Thank like, you, but going? what? Yes. <laughs> like, you know, Especially with breweries our size where we have to produce so much of it. I mean, like our smallest yeah. tank is 10 barrels, 20 kegs, whatever. But we only have one of those. That's our pilot tank. And then it only got, you know, 10, 20, 40. Yeah. So like, you know, in Surly, you're talking 120, 200, you know, whatever. So it's like, you can't make mm. a small enough, like, so yeah. the market has to be. You're going to dump some. The, yeah, yeah, the it's market labor has love, to match right? the size of the tank. Yeah. And so even if we were cranking out 20 barrel batches of alt beer because we just wanted to, we would have right. to have somewhere to put it. And maybe there's like, you know, you think about Found a specific 20 barrels, you know, that's right. uh, that's 40 kegs. Maybe there's enough bars around that would take, but it's, that's like still a reach. Mm -hmm. But if we like, you know, this is not a spin into this, into this topic, but if, 
if we could sell like four packs to offload some of that volume. So for the Charles Wads of the world that could come pick it up, yeah. it's like, we, we're not doing it to make money. We're doing it because we just like believe right. in the style. Yes, and exactly. also we have an outlet for it because sure, we can't right. put, we will never be able to move 40 kegs through our tap room. Nope. That would take us three years. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I live in all beer yeah. and the beer would be bad by then. So it's like, we're, we were yeah. working within this threshold, but we would love to do it. And we've done it before. And we've done, we've like, we've yeah. made out beers and we just, and we just made, you and, know, and we, and made, we made, made miles before. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's doing, it, it, that's like it's doing fine. it. That's it's fine. Doing it. That's like, around. Here's the thing I, that, that we want to do. We yeah. want to say this about ourselves. You're not saying like, this is viable. This is going to make us a lot of money. This is a margin we're going to open up. Right. And there are a multitude of styles like that. There are breweries. Well, th- this last happened like, probably six years ago, but breweries were saying like Hefeweizen is going to happen. I'm like, I love a Hefeweizen. Yeah, people totally. were more open to it, but Hefeweizen is never going to happen. Right. Like it's not going to be a thing that you can that, rely upon. If it happens, yeah. it's not going to be called that. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's like when I, when I was judging the South American beer championships, the best Hefeweizen I had, because they had to use at the time in South America, they had to use dry yeast. They, they weren't able to get good yeah. yeast. Yeah. The Hefeweizen that I had that scored best were not on style, but tasted really good. Okay. Yep. So it's like that, yeah. that weird conflux. Yep. yep. And same thing with like a wit beer, right? right. Nobody wants yeah. wit beer. Nobody wants yep. wit beer, but it keeps coming around where, well, yeah. I was at. Um, I think wit beer will be ahead of the curve. I, I honestly, I honestly Dude. think that will that that will because that was like, you know, when you think about your first craft beer experiences as as people our age, our age, not you, John, um, <laughs> <laughs> the but like wit beers, uh, you know, and the bell the Belgian whites, whatever. That was like in that that was on that yep. front end of like mm-hmm. you tasting a beer that was slightly different than the other beers that you had that you had had. Yeah. And I think that we are kind of in a renaissance of those styles coming back, but I don't know if like some of the, um, the nuances of the, 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 you know, those naughty, uh, conceptions of that style are gone enough where you could just call it a wit beer. You can't, you just no, call, you'll you know, never like be able to, you'll yeah. never you gotta, be able to call yeah, it. Yeah. You got to call it something else. Not in the U S yeah. And like Allagash white is a killer fucking beer. Yeah, like that's, awesome. And people love it, but they yep. founded their niche. Yeah. If you made something and you called it like, uh, you know, a white or the modest you, white, you, yeah. you, and it was yeah, a, you put a derivative just, on it. That's not working. <laughs> that's no, actually my old stripping name. But if you put <laughs> <laughs> white label, teal label, yeah, hey, right. what's up? Uh, but uh, so that you could, you could, <laughs> you could manipulate the consumer into enjoying something right. yeah. by labeling it as something that isn't. Yeah. A yeah. traditional whip beer, yep. and it, and it also couldn't be. I don't think it could be because. Allagash White's not a traditional wit beer. Yeah. It's like a very cool coriandery, like yep. US derivative. It's hazy. It's delicious. Super yeah. fresh. It just derivative smooth. Wit yep. beer. Derivative. <laughs> like beer. White de- derivative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just derivative. <laughs> yeah. We can just call it derivative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to know what it is. One of the it's um, based on something that we're yeah. <laughs> for appropriating from somewhere else <laughs> from the Belgians. We uh, I was just in Savannah, Georgia, like at the beginning of March, uh, end of February, trying to get the hell out. And what uh, a shitty month! Uh, right? uh, came, came, came back to five <laughs> inches of snow and like shit tons of depression. It's great. Uh, <laughs> and we somehow both <laughs> like, were just falling oh my down. God, why? <laughs> Cried immediately as soon as I touched the touched the ground and. Uh, uh, the best beer I had that whole that whole week, I had like a bunch of IPAs from you know Creature Comforts and and Pilsners from Creature Comforts and uh, a bunch of good good other good breweries on there. And the best beer I had was a Belgian Wit from 
Moon River because it was like nice. 85 degrees and super sunny, and they threw the orange slice in, and I was like, this is a goddamn spiritual. This is a yeah. spiritual experience right now. Holy shit. And I was sitting like picnic table, hops growing, and like all sorts of crazy stuff. I was like, I could die right now. This is just, <laughs> this would be just fine. Like beautiful, beautiful beer. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. like, it was just, it's just, this is like one of those beers that like locks in core memory time, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Solid it beer. Can be, it can be a satisfying style. It's just Americans have yeah. an aversion to. Right, right. Particularly the name. Yeah. The yeah. name itself yep. is like a bad word. Yep. It's so funny though, because like that's, I mean, my wife and I in two weeks will be at Allagash. And I am so excited about going and getting to sit outside and yep. have that. Right at the spot. Like, yeah, like yeah, at yeah. the spot. That was one of the reasons I wanted to go there. And it's been really fun watching it polarize my groups of friends. Yeah. Because like my friends that are beer people are like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. And then my friends that aren't like, well, what's that? And then I'll explain it. And they're like, ew. Yeah. Like, oh, right. what any sort of like you. coriander, like, well, ah, uh, uh, ew. Yeah. You mean cilantro yeah. seed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about uh, Allagash White is that it's not because, and they didn't know this when they created the beer, which is, I don't know, fucking 15 years ago now. No. I honestly don't know, but it's roughly 15 I think they're years the class, I think class of 86, like Deschutes and Summit and all those guys. Did White, I mean, how long ago, whatever. Well, yeah, You're saying it's know. been around for been a, a very, long very long time. Yeah. It was definitely more than 15 years. I'm, you know, we're all in the like, everything zone different. now. Yeah. It's old. It's been around for a long time. Yep. At the time, they could have called it a whip beer. Yep. They just... Some for some reason they decided not to, mm-hmm. but never mind that it isn't promoted in a way where people avoid it. But it's fucking incredible. Yeah. It's such a great beer. Yep, it's such a great beer. They could have called it anything. Yeah, I wonder like uh, like some of those, um, you know, like like those those older like the mid eighties or late eighties like original craft breweries were all trying to kind of do the the import thing. They were trying to like make their beer more like an import. Mm. and yeah. and that and then you know that was kind of like the introduction to craft for a lot of people mm-hmm. and like that just like had staying power like that beer if that like total conjecture but like if that beer had come out like was that one of their original flagships like that has like so much brand build behind it it's yep. like it is just cruise controls go like absolutely 400 barrels a year let's rip or whatever Allagash is doing. I'm sure it's <laughs> yeah, 100,000 or something. Like yeah. yeah. Lots. they got to be doing plenty. I think it's Lots is lots the... Is, uh, American, American Lots? The American Lots, American yeah. American Lots, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, not a metric lot. Not the metric lots. Not a, a metric, not, yeah. Totally different. Allagash, right? It was in Chicago, so it shows they have reach. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. I think it's distributed in Wisconsin now, too. God yeah, damn. I'm yeah. sure it is. Yep. And then, like, 10 years later, we'll get it. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, have, we, we get Man. no, we don't get Alex. We get no, we got we main, main beer. Code. Yeah, we got we main. Got main we yep. get that lunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, oh shit! We should pour out a round of shotskis. Yeah. Oh, I'm on it. Wait, is it my question? No, I think it's me. Well, then I'll pour them. All right. Uh, so as well, well, no, but we, we should have the shot before we start talking. So start your question. Okay, Let's keep fine. talking about Allagash White and how have way more how excited things I'm to talk about with to Allagash fly White. to Boston and then drive up the coast and eat oysters until I can't feel feelings anymore. I'm so oh my excited. God. It's been a, it's been a long time, uh, since I've really been able to like go on just like a fun trip. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm so dude. excited. Totally. Same. Hit side, up Matt when you're side there. Side note hit up or side question. How much do you think like hazy IPAs and hazy pale ales success has to do with the fact that they look like so Allagash white. I, and like they, they, I mean, it's just such a beautiful 
color and the way the sun casts through it is like when I look at false pattern and like yeah. Yeah. a beautiful picture, I'm like, I think about those beers. I'm like, oh, those beers are like crushable and summery. And, so and, I actually yeah. had a discussion about that two weeks ago with a couple of friends of mine who are kind of getting into craft beer right now. Yeah. And they 100% were like, well, so what are those like? Cause they haven't been able to like find one on tap to try. Sure. And they were using Ho Garden as an example. And they were like, how does oh, this compare to a hazy IPA? And I, I was like, Garden. well, and all I thought about was at, at the happy gnome, uh, RIP yeah. in St. Paul, they used to do beer mosas with Ho Garden and orange juice. And I was like, that's actually pretty close to like half of the HCIPAs yeah, right. out there right now. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy? three quarters beer, one, one quarter orange juice. And they yeah, were incredible. Sounds, I remember I used yeah, to do that with people used to do Blue yeah. Moons with OJ and... I used to do PBRs, but like you know, sure, same, same, there's, same. There's breweries around that can't figure out that just do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm, I, I've, I've, I've seen it happen in many years past. I'm talking about presently, but there was so a brewery. Okay, I've heard it, 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 it's happened. <laughs> well, to hose to gardens and to hoe garden to hoe garden. <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen. Pants, baby. <laughs> mm. It's so good. It's so good. What time of day are you the most motivated and or creative? And do you think that that is a reflection of anything in your personality? And if so, what is that? Ooh, wow. Yeah, a little Dang. deep. Daniel, you want to take this? Uh, so I have been experimenting with this re recently because I've been getting up very early. Slightly because... Uh, of need just because of how busy I currently am juggling <laughs> projects, but also because I feel like I've had some really good success in that like 6 a.m. hour. And it's just like I can get a lot of very tactical things done. Um, and my mind is like very alive. Would that translate? But I'm not working on any creative projects. That's a question, right? Creative, like, well, no, it just like is uh, motivated and creative. I, I think sometimes can be the same thing, and sometimes can be divergent. Okay. And the question was, like, I didn't want to put that on anybody because some sometimes like getting a bunch of shit done isn't always creativity, no. but it's mm -hmm. getting a ton of stuff done because you're motivated. Yep. And then mm -hmm. sometimes they overlap, and it can be the same thing. You know, sure. like, so it was just kind of, I yeah. wanted, however you chose to answer that. Okay, so, yeah, I so, because I think I, I kind of end up, like, having two answers, because, like, motivated, I'm, I've come to find out about myself in my later 30s and beyond, um, that I get a lot of shit done at the crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually can, like, hammer shit out, and it, like, feels really good, and then all of a sudden, it's 7.30 or 8, when, you know, your regular workday is starting, and you already have two hours of stuff done, and so, like, those two hours were not, like, it wasn't just me being, like, groggy and spent. It was, like, me saying, okay, I'm going to, like, I have so I have so much to do and I'm yeah. going to do these things. So I feel great going into the 8 a.m. hour. Um, but I don't know if I could have been creative during that span. Sure. I think my creative hours are very much drug-induced and they come on the, on the, <laughs> on the, other, on the other side of things. Sure. They, they're at the, the 4 and 5 a.m. Yeah, because, well, I mean, it's <laughs> like, and it's like a kind of like my creativity is like, I'm not the most creative person in the world, but it's definitely like, you know, something that comes with influence. And so as I, you know, it, like go to concerts or whatever, it's like when I, when I expose myself to um, 
you know, uh, to, to things out, you know, outside of my home and my office. I'm going to isolate that. You I, say when you go to concerts and you expose yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> thank you, Charles. Good thing this is a highly edited. Good thing this is a highly edited. Yeah. So my creative hours, I would put on the latter side just because of the influence of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, man, I don't know. I'm... Uh, Sort of day to day dependent, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, and okay. can I add yeah. an extra question onto that for you, John? Like, yeah. uh, also being a relatively new father, like, has yeah. that changed? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it it d- depends highly on how well he sleeps uh, or what time he wakes up. Um, he'll he'll get up, you know, uh, anywhere between six and seven fifteen or whatever. Sure. Uh, and then it's just like total dedication to like, let's get him done. Let's get him like fed, dressed, changed out the door to daycare and then to work. And then it's like, oh, all right, <laughs> now I can think about me. And then like maybe an hour later into that, I'm like getting out of that, you know, stuck in the, mm-hmm. the rut kind of not really stuck in the rut. That seems that's got a negative connotation, but like that like mental you know, no, you're chunk where you're like you're focused. Okay, all right, now it's just me. Time. Yeah, like you can no. be really myopic because you're trying to keep a human being alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One that you grew. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, my wife grew. <laughs> sorry, you fertilized. Yeah. She grew. I did. I did. Like it's all gardening. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you three minutes of work. I did. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. You're the host. She's the oh. garden. We're back to that. <laughs> thanks for your generosity, Daniel. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but yeah. being myopic about something that important, I, I, I yeah. think is is understandable. Sure. So getting caught in that, it, yeah. that should be the most important thing, right, and then right, it's trying right. to figure out how to shift out of that gear into something yeah. else. Yeah. And I'm like, a, like a like a real like deep sleeper. So it's like, I hear the baby monitor go off, and it's like, okay, all right, I think he's waking up. And then like maybe a minute <laughs> later, I'm like, okay, dad, dad mode, let's go. We got to do this. <laughs> Time to change the diaper, time to, time to do the thing, and yeah. So pre-small child, pre-small, did you did you have, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all a blur now. The long, that's in the long, long ago. In the, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, I, was, I was kind of an early riser anyway beforehand, but I think that was more stress-induced. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, Charles, I mean, where do you, I know... Well, you're like both. <laughs> I feel like we might be we might be the kind of the same here because I feel like we both burn the candle at both ends, but in a strategic way, maybe. That's a yeah. That is expressly pretty much what my answer is. I'm a I'm like a nighthawk early bird, so I I fucking hate sleep. I I hate sleep. I don't like sleeping. I get mad for sleeping. I usually, if I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee, I'm like, part of me, I feel like subconsciously I convince myself that it's time to stay up and that I should just be awake. So I have to convince myself to get a little more sleep because my body needs it. So I'll go lay back in bed and I'm like, fine. So <laughs> early in the morning, I that was the, That was the most sarcastically I've ever seen you cross your arms and it was perfect. I <laughs> yeah. wish everybody could oh, see that. It's too bad. I, I, want too that, I want that on a, I want that on a GIF just for every time I have to do something Same. that I don't want to do. Yes. Like, y'all do it, but, like, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. Oh. 
<laughs> so first thing in the morning, like right when I, pretty much the moment I wake up, I'm as productive as I'll be throughout the day, even though I'm always rearing, but I'm like very enthusiastic. My wife hates it. Marnie hates it. I spring up like the undertaker, you know, like right in the morning I go, hello. And I start talking to her. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, shut up. <laughs> so first thing in the morning, I'm ultra productive. I want to like hack stuff. I want to get at it, especially because the earlier it is, the less likely it is that anyone's going to bug me. So that's, it's like working on the weekend where uh, if I elect to work on the weekend, it's because no one's going to bug me. Like Slack's not beeping and booping. I'm not getting emails. People aren't calling You're me and texting me. Speaking my shit. language, yep. Yeah. So like first thing in the morning, like let's go. Like I just bust shit out. And then super late at night, uh, that's more like pro personal productivity where, uh, because I do draw lines now in terms of, not working late at night, something that I figured out a long time ago. Being a graphic designer. Yeah, I'm almost 15 years into Patmos, and it, it took me a while to learn that lesson where I can't just work all the time because no amount of money actually will ever make that worthwhile. It's just bad for your health. It's bad for your mentality. So I'm very much now the type of uh, person that, will, that wants to work a normal work day. I want to work a normal work day. And then it's, you know, either you're paying overages or, sorry, I'm, like, out to dinner with my wife or we're watching a movie or I'm doing other things. But late at night, in terms of personal productivity, that's when I'm, like, spamming YouTube videos about making pizza dough or, you know, actually, like, doing things, like reading or making hot sauce or something. That's yeah. when I'm, like, high-wired on the other end. Those are the two, you know... It, it doesn't dip much, but the both ends of the day, I'm, like, really fucking high-wired. Uh, and then I got to force myself to get some sleep. But that's that's yeah. how I operate. Yeah, I'm, I feel you. Oh, by the way, my drawing, the graphic designer was a reference to you drawing lines joke. I it didn't like that. I like that, that though. Oh, no, no, I did like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's something that, like, so I'd, like, listen to some podcast about circadian rhythms or whatever, so sure. I'm, like, an expert now. Um, oh, absolutely. They, they was, it was, like, a 45-minute podcast. So it was pretty deep. You basically did your own research. And I don't that's remember a, a goddamn thing from it. Right, but yeah. other, other, right. Timestamp other, is 2022. <laughs> oh, the cicadas are super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 17 cool. years, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. different circadian rhythms, but it, like, it, like the fact that I forgot all of it, the only thing that I remember is that, the circadian rhythm things really like related to me is like, Oh, you like operated this part of the day, but then you have a lull and then you have like operated this part of the day. And like, sure. I was trying to like make sense of my world where I do like, I come out firing. Um, and for years I've been fighting that urge of like, you know, you wake up at 4am and you're like, Oh, this is, society says it's too early for me to wake up or whatever, but my mind is firing. So I'm like, I literally lay there for two, three hours working on things in my mind when I could have just been up working on right. them because society yeah. wants me to be in bed and fuck society. Am I right? Fuck. You know, so the, recently I've just gotten over it. I'm like, I'm just going to get up. You know, like I was like, there's some formula that I'm working on. I'm like, ah. I'm going to literally, I'm going to literally just get up and write this. And you know, in the times that I do that, I was like, we 
Side note, Charles and I live across, Literally directly across the street from each other. And I'm street. always kind of thinking that Charles is looking at me while I work. <laughs> you don't have like, a so I get up at 4 a.m. and something? I'm just like typing, the, you know, and it's because yeah. no one's going to bother me. And I'm like so we happy. Can morse, I, we can morse our lights. Yeah, yeah, I can morse but, the dining room lights. Yeah, dude, you just get a tin can and some strings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be adorable. That'd be adorable. <laughs> But it's like, but I love those hours where like no one, no one's going to buy. And then at the end of it, it's just like, but that's mostly work related. But at the end of it, you get the same amount of mojo, but it's personal. Like, yeah, cause you already did your life you shit or your work yeah. life. And now it's just yeah. like, now I'm going to provide that same energy, but I'm going to be talking yes. about, uh, thinking about what two by sixes to buy or I don't know. I'm in the middle of a remodel project, but yeah. <laughs> you yeah, so you, yeah. So you don't need sleep right now. My, uh, so I have a friend who is like a big tech dude. His name's Nicholas Powley. He very much. That sounds like a shitty insult. For <laughs> fucking sure. tech. Totally. He's a tech guy. Yeah, he's, he's a tech yeah, guy. But basically he, he's always subsisted by that for many, many years. Uh, subsisted by the like old timey model of you didn't necessarily know what time it was because there's no clocks. Sure. You could wake up in the middle of the night and then you just get up and read for a while, which like I romanticized that for, for many years, mm-hmm. particularly yeah. when I was single, the, this idea that, well, shit, if I just wake up in the middle of the night, I just get up and start reading or like do something else. I could yeah. uh, do some prep or do some cleaning. It was when uh, Marnie and I started to, you know, we've been together for seven years now when we were spending a lot of nights together that I thought that was disruptive but also, it turns out that's a good thing to do to like make yourself sleep because I have to do it. Yeah. Like I have to make myself sleep. Yeah. I can fall asleep sometimes. Like if I'm chilling on the couch, sometimes I'll just knock off. That's good. But like making myself get a full night of sleep. And for me, that's not a lot of sleep, but I need to do it because it's good for your health. Like what, you got to fall asleep. Like what would you consider a successful night of sleep? I mean, what I, what I prefer. And I've been better about this, but I would prefer to sleep like five hours a night. I usually sleep, yeah, like six hours a night. Six, six is good for me. What about you guys? Whatever I can get. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, right. Yeah. Whatever the kid yeah. out gives you. Yeah, no, it's you, a, yeah. you program your, like you know, like, are you guys Apple product users? Correct. I don't know. Yeah, so you can program your stuff, and I, I set it at seven, and that's when it rewards me, but I seldom mm. hit it. So, like, I'm like probably a midnight to midnight ish. Sometimes I'll fall asleep before that, and then I've been getting up stupid early. So yeah, yeah so like, about six to yeah. things like in that yeah. range. And but but I also like I've never. This is like a cool brag, uh, according to adult conversations that I've had. But I've never had to use an alarm clock in my entire working life. It's a huge. I've break. never. That's I've a never. Huge I've never. Yeah. I've, I've never used an alarm clock unless Same. I wanted to. Unless I was like trying to do something, but you I've said never, it. Do you said as a last resort because I do that sometimes. Yeah, and then I never need it. But I, but I, I've never yeah, like I mean maybe for clock. a meeting if it's scheduled early. But I've been I've been so privileged and blessed enough where like <laughs> where I've only had jobs. I mean a lot of my jobs were on the latter latter half of the day. Mm. You know, like family owned a liquor store or whatever. Like there's just not alarm clock needed. You know. Yeah. Um. But then in you know real real job working, I. I've always had a job where it was flexible arrival, flexible departure. So I just kind of like let my body let my, let my body do what it sure. wanted to do. No, that's and that's what we should be doing because we actually uh, we initiate our emergency response 
every time our alarm goes off. Yeah. As animals. And I, yeah. It's I awful. My, like, men- who my mental clock's within 10 minutes. It always has been. Like, if I know I have to be up at, even if it's like a flight and I know I got to be up at like 3.40, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll set an alarm and I'll wake up at 3.32. Like, yeah. All Same. right. There's a. Yeah. That like memory of like setting the clock. I don't know. I, like I don't know. I don't even you. know precisely how it works. And it probably has to do with like how old you are and like your body knowing what time it is. And also probably just fucking being anal and grinding my teeth and shit yeah, to fall asleep. Yeah. Like. <laughs> There's, there's a, uh, I had the same I had the same alarm clock all through high school and most of college until yeah. I actually threw it against the wall and broke it. And uh, there's a there's a Frank Ocean song on a mixtape that's a, a him singing over um, a Coldplay sample. And at the very end of it, the sample that hits as the transition into the next song is the exact so- sound of my high school alarm clock. Oh no! And it's my favorite Frank Ocean song. And I can't listen to it to oh, the no. end of the song oh, no. yeah. because the minute it hits, yep. the most crippling anxiety hits me yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I am late because yep. I love sleep. I, yep. I, I have zero problem seven to eight hours a night. I, yep. I crash and I go REM as soon as I'm done. Yep. Like it is bad. So for me, it's a steady ramp up like throughout the day. Like I normally try to be up between seven and eight now. And that's like, I get there, I wake up in the morning, I have this thing where I read the news and I drink water. And then like, when I feel like I've read intelligent shit for 15 to 20 minutes, then it's like, okay, now let's start into this. And then I start going and I hit my stride once I start like forcing myself to be around other humans. And then Mm -hmm. it just keeps building. And then I watch like the normal workday end and I could still keep going. You know, like if it wasn't word for, if it wasn't weird for me to be like still doing things at 10 o'clock at night, Yep. Like out in the market, I would absolutely be doing that still. Mm-hmm. And then it's a ramp down where once I get home, then I'm comfortable. And then the creativity mm-hmm. sets in. And then it's like, what do we need to do sure. on this show? Where well, I haven't made music in like four years. What should I, should I do anything with that? Like what is it? Yeah. And that's where all of that starts rolling. Holes I've never, oh, I've yeah. never written a single score or a single uh, uh, scripts for any of the projects. I've never written any of those where the sun has been up. All of my writing comes late at night. And to me, the way that it balances out my brain, and this is the reason that I wanted to ask, because I know that my brain is wired super fucking weird. (laughs) But um, the reason that I wanted to ask that is that, like, for me, the creativity is an exchange in my brain for motivation. Mm -hmm. So as motivation tapers off, then, like, the treat that I give myself is, now let's think about weird shit. And then it it rolls Mm -hmm. that way until there isn't a motivation to do anything else. And then I live in that little window of like, this is reclaimed time when no one else is awake. Yeah. And then I can do whatever I want. And yep, yep. maybe I learn something. Maybe I watch something stupid. Yep. yep maybe I yep. wait for it. It will kill. It will kill. <laughs> Unforged in fire. Yeah. Hang out with like, Harold. Yeah, hang out with Harold. Like whatever it may be. Or I, I'll literally like, I have a, a spreadsheet of just ideas for things I want to write about later. And that's, that's the trade off that I've realized. But the more I've talked to people, the more I realize like, that's not how everybody's balance works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought the more everybody can talk about that, probably the better we'll all be in realizing, oh, okay, like maybe I could take a little bit of this and yeah. that. Yeah, 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 and then maybe you can give some of that to somebody else. Yep. Well, sure. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, parts about this conversation is like to, is the idea of getting rid of sleep in shaming 
you know, whatever. It's because like, oh, so yeah. like, so uh, this, mm-hmm. this new kick I'm in that I'm really excited to talk about, but part of the, like of getting up early, part of the reason that I'm excited about talking about that is because that's, what's been celebrated in my mind. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, I'm, you know, maybe I'm growing up and experimenting, but in, you know, for most of modest history and beyond, I was just like, I would sleep until eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And that's because I could, and that's just what my body wanted to do. So sure. like, I would just yeah. like let my body do what it wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you know, like, would I ever hide the fact that I slept till nine? You know, when most people were up earlier because I felt shame. Yeah, of course. But like, that's not what my body or brain wanted to do. So like, that should just be you know, not a, not a measurement of your contributions to society, which I feel like that's what it's I'm glad made you out to be. That. Yeah, because I think, like, for me, I genuinely just don't. I want to just do stuff. I have so many things I want to yeah. do and not enough time to do them. And I also don't require, fortunately, biologically, I don't require that much sleep. But sleep shaming is such a fucking weird thing. It's such a weird thing. I took a nap mm-hmm. when we were in Chicago and I felt ashamed. Because yeah. I never take naps and I feel like it, in some way that identifies me. Like, <laughs> yeah. How stupid yeah. is that? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, my wife doesn't up. fucking yeah. I love naps. Yeah. I love naps. I never take them. I take like, you know, I take like, uh, I'd say take like I take three nap. naps a year, sure. right? Yeah. And we were in Chicago and we had gone on a walk and we had a couple of beers. We went to Al Cheval first yeah. of all. Oh, so yeah. I slammed the greatest burger on planet Earth. Don't bring up the bologna sandwich. And I love the bologna sandwich. <laughs> and I had a, had a beer, uh, a flywheel dude, from Metropolitan. That's, that's nap Nicole. inducing, dude. Yeah, yeah, but like, so for right. me, we've talked about this before on the pod too. Like, I, I either keep drinking or I get a little drowsy. Mm-hmm. And so we got back to the hotel room and I exactly. told Marnie, like, I kind of feel like relaxing. And we had a suite. So I was like, the room was its own room. Yep. And then there was a living room. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to chill and I might fall asleep. And I took a nap. And I remember feeling as I was falling asleep, like, Oh, this is why am I doing this? I'm in Chicago, but we we're there yeah. for fucking six days. Yeah. So I took a nice little nap and right. then we went about our day and I felt more refreshed. And that's okay. So I don't want to sleep shame anybody. Yeah. It's okay. No. Sleep and also naps nope. fucking rock. It's just like I yeah, naps, like I'm, naps mortify me because I'm so afraid that I'll just go down you for like three there. hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I, I yep. if I if I take a nap, I have to set an alarm. And then yep. in the act of setting the alarm, I give myself anxiety that I might sleep through it. And then I usually that adrenaline rush. You're just tunneling. <laughs> right. Tunneling. Do you guys remember <laughs> when you were exactly I do? Do you guys remember when you were binge drinkers when you were kids and if you didn't take a nap, you actually probably would have died and then you would wake yes. up in the middle of the night because we all did that. Yeah. That's different than a nap. That's your body like <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what the fuck just yeah. happened. Yeah, right, right. You wake up at 11 p.m. and you're like... Yeah, you got to put one foot on the floor so you don't puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give my body PTSD. Yeah, yeah, I better right. have ramen in the cabinet. Cause right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're wobbling. Your knees are literally clacking. <laughs> <laughs> dude did you come to my parties in the south minneapolis was yeah, yeah shit, remember you did yeah i remember one time asking I a, a teacher yeah. that was mad because first period i would like walk in as it was starting every mm-hmm. time yeah and i had a teacher like, oh early bird gets the worm and i was like well what do birds do at night yeah yeah right. stared at me worms are like, gross yeah so like i don't want anything of that like we we allowed that to be a thing and really i think what it is is we all and maybe I'm oversimplifying this, but like, don't we all want a little bit of time when it's just our time to do whatever we need to do? Yes. Like whether it's early in the morning or Not late everyone, at night, but my, but my, my mailbox, there's nothing I'm responding to. Mm. I'm checking off things that I want to get done for me. Yep. And then I go on there. There yep. are times where like, 
there, I, I swear that there the are days the pizza rolls. where my, my wife <laughs> on her morning schedule is wake up, make coffee, then in all caps, it just says noise, and then go to work. And at 6.30 every now and then, I'm like, I am never going to be able to go back to sleep. Yep. And those days, wow. like for two seconds, I'm like, ugh. And then I start doing shit. And it's like, oh, this is kind of nice. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like, I'm having breakfast at 8 a.m. And everything that I needed to get done before noon is done. Yep. So that I can work on stuff. I like yeah. that. Most you, of the time. If you can live a normal day, too. Because for some people, that's like, I didn't get enough sleep. And then it, the rest of your day is yeah. a little clunky. So it depends on circadian rhythm, how yep. much sleep your body requires. <laughs> I also uh, I also worked a job seven years ago where every Saturday I stayed up for 36 straight hours and worked three different jobs. So like, good Lord. Yeah. I've, I can train my body to do whatever it wants. Speaking I'm just trying to get reality shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Was that on history channel? You want to watch somebody lose their, their actual hold yeah. on sanity. Talk to me on like a, a Sunday evening. Cause it was Saturday morning. In. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds fun. That's like I, me traveling to Lebanon. Yeah. That's, that's uh, what it is. Is cause I can't sleep on planes. So yeah. usually then I arrive and then I'm yeah. all hyped up. So I party. And then by the time I fall asleep, it's been like 40 hours. You're ago. just a different human yep. for the last like four or five hours you're awake. It's yeah. just wild. Yep. But anyway, to, to all those people out there who have weird sleep schedules or maybe feel shame, like don't. Like I hope you feel seen yeah. by this discussion. Cause sleep if you need sleep. Don't sleep if you don't need sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And either way, don't feel bad about it. Fuck it. Cheers. To sleep. Boom. To sleep. Or not sleep. <laughs> or not sleep. To sleep or not to sleep. It's like the one thing Marnie and I have least in common is that she loves sleep and I fucking abhor it. Yep. Yeah, Bailey and I like have almost gone opposite directions and oh, during our relationship. She yeah. used to spring out of bed like what'd you say? Spring out of the bed like the undertaker. What do you, yeah. you say, Ben? Yep. That was yeah. Me. yeah. That used to be her. her. <laughs> yeah. And then how we completely have okay, flipped. So now and now she loves, she loves sleep. And she Daniel, do you drink coffee? Enough. Do you drink coffee? Oh, yeah, of course. We should drink. We should do some coffee mornings in the spring, especially. We should, yeah, we should do like a, like a stupid morning, a stupid early morning coffee. Yes. So like we can like, yeah. just like, ha- we could work in like lights, an actual dudes. like, what do you have to do today? But like in with layers conversation before it even. Yeah, I do that with my buddy Dewey. We like do butt ass early coffees and we usually do it. Well, especially pandemic times, we, were, we we thought it was smarter to like go to a cafe. The only one that opens early enough in at least in Minneapolis here near us that we could walk to was uh, Karma because a lot of the local cafes don't open till eight, which blows my mind. Yeah. Cafes eight? don't open till eight? eight? Can I, what? Can I throw a different one out there for you guys? Uh, <clears throat> former guests of the podcast, uh, both J.D. Fratsky and Paul Hennessy and I, have started doing morning dude coffee walks where one of us will make coffee and we meet somewhere and we go for a walk for 30 to 45 minutes and we just talk. And sometimes it's about serious shit. Sometimes it's just about like, hey, that's a cool tree or look at that leaf, like whatever it may be. It's a really great way to start the day. And that sounds awesome. You get a little bit of exercise. There's no one out like actively running normally. There's Mm -hmm. like a few people that are just doing the, I distance run every day, I'm a robot. But yeah. other than that, like the the dog walkers aren't out, anything like yeah. that. It's it's great. The the goal is to just find anybody who's up as early as you are because well, if also we do, would, but also if we do it with Ben, then we got to do it at like ten a.m. 
you know, so we're already, be- we've already been up for six hours by then. Wow. Here I am sleep shaming. Sorry, man. Like, oh, that's the joke. <laughs> you, you, you were on mute all the time. Yeah, because that's, so like when, when Dewey will, when we have these mornings that we agree on where we're like, yo, let's get a coffee. It makes me excited because then I don't have to feel bad about getting up super early. There's a yep. reason for it. That's how yep. I'm like, hey, tomorrow morning, when you wake up, I'm going to be gone. Yep. I'm going to go get a coffee with Dewey. But I love that, especially, dude, spring and summer, those early mornings. It's, but when you're in the city, it feels like cabin morning because cabin mornings are cooler even if they're mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. You know, you know this. Yep. Absolutely. So like 9 a.m. at a cabin, like there's dew everywhere. It's still chilly. You go outside, you can have like an actual hot cup of coffee. But in the city where it's, it's warmer here, uh, when you wake up, as the sun is coming up, you get that same feel, and mm-hmm. I love it. I love stepping outside oh, in yep. July when it's, you know, 6, 15 a.m., yep. and the sky's orange, mm-hmm. like like that Mountain Dew flavor yep. we can't remember. Oh, dude. <laughs> and then you have, a, you have a coffee, and you walk around. Code orange. Midwest like, summer for blast. For me, I love, I love smoking a cigar first thing in the morning, too. I had a cigar and coffee club for a while where nice. we would, like, really early mornings smoke a cigar, have an espresso. What do you do for coffee? Uh, pour overs? In the summer, mostly cold press, cold but press. I do uh, real highfalutin pour overs in the winter. I get an espresso machine, so we just do doubles of espresso. Yeah, cold brew. Yeah, here all cold I'm, brew. I'm a big cold brew. You've guy. been cold, you've been cold brew since day one. I'm, dude, cold. I'm with you. Espresso is the only. I although recently at morning meetings at Surly, I have started brewing a pot of coffee, yep. but I have to be the one to make it because it's like literally double strength. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, uh, espresso is the only hot. I'm always I'm, cold brew. I'm pretty sure the cold brew that I make is would kill a horse. Mm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's just rupturing. What chambers. I gave kind myself, like, yeah. I gave <laughs> myself free range anxiety two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I decided to like, well, yeah, I'm just gonna pour a little bit more in there. It was like four ounces more, and that four ounces, like, yep. I had to pull over and be like. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I'm, I'm like, I need a bottle of water. I'm very careful about my caffeine these days because yeah. I used to drink a pot every day in my office. Oh yeah, day, an entire uh, pot. pot and then I went to the hospital with yeah. anxiety, and they were like, "Oh, hey, uh, why did you think you had a heart attack?" Well, I drink a pot of coffee every day. I eat one meal. I sleep four hours a night. Yeah, it's not yeah. the recipe for yeah. success for your body. It's like that, oh. that scene in Blow and Carl Jung goes <laughs> like, this. "You've had 38 grams of cocaine." <laughs> The human the is human that is that too much? Five. That's too oh. much. That's too much, That's, right? <laughs> is that too much? <laughs> Johnny Depp's just like. I can see by the look on your face that's you think that's too much. That's a little bit too much. <laughs> is that am I breaking news, yes. Charles? Yeah, you're up. Live wire, Mountain Dew, live wire, live wire. Oh, oh my god, orange. I do remember that. Yeah. Live wire. Listen to Lime Wire. Drink a live wire. That's right. Give <laughs> give you both viruses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what type of virus <laughs> would you <laughs> like? Oh my god. Uh, biological or computer. Yeah. We got Hep- them both. Hepatitis right. Mountain Dew. Oh every every wire is turned backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. What is the best noodle type? Oh, Aggressive. man. We always say you can answer these questions a different way on any given day. So right now, what is the best noodle type? I'm still going to go. I'm, I'm going to go ramen. I mean, like, yep. I just, like, speaking of poverty, <laughs> like, I just, like, I can't not be addicted yeah. to ramen. Like, I just can't. It's like, it is, like, fucking wonderful. It's just, yep. it's, like, it's the perfect Perfect circumference. I don't know. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like mouthfeel, yeah, baby. Yeah. Mouthfeel. Yep. And so it's either to me, it's either 
all ramen or like the complete opposite, like udon. I definitely enjoy, enjoy some like thicker, thicker nudes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thick two C's nudes. That's yeah. legit. Um, but like you can't, you can't beat ramen. <laughs> you can't beat it. Yeah. Wide, ri- wide rice noodles. Pad thai. That's you? Pad thai noodles. I love pad thai noodles. Oh, yeah. I actually thought maybe we would go all Italian and I would have to clarify because, like, oh, yeah. I think that a lot of people's minds go that way. Yeah. If you say noodle, they say, oh, like, uh, fettuccine. Yeah. The for pe- sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah linguine. Right. Yeah. No, I, uh, I mean, bow tie pasta. I am God, all, fucks, all but I would on. never. It would not. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my wife's a celiac. It's an Iona brewery, which is a hilarious irony of life. Sure. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, t- uh, you just eat a bunch of like rice noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Rice noodles are fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Fat tie noodles, fuck. Basic, but they're like always, always on point. You know. For sure. Yeah. You prepare them right. They got a little bite to them. Yep. So what uh, What kind of preparations are we talking about here? So ramen, Daniel, are you talking about uh, like the Maruchan packets? Yep. Are you talking about like the nicer <laughs> packets? Are you talking Bo- about? Both. So whatever. So, Maru- Maru- yeah. Maruchan packet ramen yeah. is so, my right? favorite noodle. Like yeah. it's just like it's so hard. Like that, that ramen block, mm-hmm. no matter how much money I do or don't have, it's gonna be really hard to beat that ramen. You ever block. make the ramen checks yeah. mix? No. At X Fix, I used to make the ramen checks mix for everybody. All no right. way. You just you just bust Son open of a bitch, one I'm side in. of the bag. You take the spice packet, you dump it in the bag, and you smash everything up and you shake it. Ramen Damn, mix. dude. And then also, have you ever made? Uh, have you ever made ramen dip? No. Nope. Just take the maruchan packet. And a half pint or pint container of sour cream. Dump it in there. Whiskey with a fork. It's fucking stupid. Ruffle chips in there. It tastes like ramen. It just Sam. tastes like ramen. All right. That's, That's like amazing. top the tater with yeah, no yeah. flavor. That's the closest that I've ever come to liking sour cream was I read uh, uh, yeah. a, a thing dip? on Munchies on like Vice.com. Yeah, it's bomb. He's anti- you don't like sour cream. Yeah. Sour cream and mayo, just not my thing. Are you a Minnesota native? Yeah, I, I also hate ranch dressing, dude. I am, uh, I'm with you there, he's bro. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, Keegan. Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. yeah, Keegan hates condiments. Yeah, Keegan hates all he condiments. All condiments. condiments. Oh, no, see, I'm the Mustard opposite. included. No, he hates like, white condiments. He hates like real mustard or yellow? Sour cream and he hates ranch. All mustard, Charles. Ketchup? He hates ketchup. Does he eat fries? He eats fries. what? Fucking nothing. Nude. He's a psychopath, Hold dude. on, guys. He's so. Christian Bale and Psycho. And this is the he, person designing her beer. Yeah, I got matches in my yeah. backpack. Dude, <laughs> I don't even know I've known this, this dude for like Dry 20 fries? straight years. Dry fries. And I've never figured it out. I don't like yellow mustard, <laughs> but I make my yes. own mustard. I love stone ground mustard. I love hot mustard. Yep. I yeah. love all the other mustards. Yes. So yellow, French uh, yellow is mustard is bullshit. an interesting is, yeah, yep. condiment. I just don't want it. And you know it's, what? You know what like, else? It's, through it's line? like vinegar, you know. Yeah, but I, know. Like, I, I keep it. thinking I, I should like it, and I just no, don't. I don't, want the, oh, I don't like Kraft mac and cheese because of I'm, the mustard seed that they use in oh. the, in the oh. ingredients. It tastes like fucking French mustard. There you French go. is mustard to me. There Every are times one. where I will get turned off by it, and I think that's actually. Big I've green. never put my finger on what it is. You <laughs> might also, be right. Yeah, it'll. And also the hormonal uh, properties of the cheese. Let's not get into it. Well, you also, you know, that spirals, <laughs> don't spirals, spirals don't, don't have the mustard seed in there. That's why spirals? I like spirals. So or the shapes. Oh, yep. the, shape, the SpongeBob ones. Yeah, but uh, they never cook right. I know. They Wait, never does Kraft Mac and Cheese <laughs> cheese make you 
hormonally imbalanced? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Damn machinery it. that... <laughs> God. Now we're the machinery the they we are on InfoWars. No, it's not. Look it up. It's a real thing. The machinery they use to make the cheese dust, I think it's because of like shavings from the machine, mm. because of how quickly it whirls. Oh, They're, no. Um, hormone modifying uh, uh, particles in the, the cheese packets. It, this is a real thing. This is not. This is not fake. This is like. Well, I need to. I, I definitely have not. I need a link description on easy, <laughs> easy mac and cheese during my kitchen remodel. Yeah. So what, dude? So say someone did only eat that for get, an, get the Annie's, last, get Annie's organic fire. I Boom! All I have no idea. Fire. Uh, I don't know if get, it's too late. There's no machine shavings in Annie's <laughs> organic. Annie's organic. Get um this free book. of machine shaving. No stainless steel and no cooking right. knife. The amount of the amount of meat glue that I've lived on in 42 yeah, right, years yeah. on this planet, there's no yeah. fucking way we've that I've... We've all had hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you good? You all right? Okay. Yeah. They're like, don't <laughs> yeah. take the vaccine, it'll scramble your genes. And I just like gesture to my entire food pass. Yeah. Like, right. come yeah, on, exactly. man. We've all had a hot dog. Yeah, tell, me, tell me how you make yeah. a hungry man dinner. Exactly. <laughs> scramble your genes, G... NES? Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. Both. It'll definitely scramble them jeans. <laughs> this shit's so good, it'll scramble your jeans. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. oh, they're trying, <laughs> they try to take over the 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 Google searches. There it is. Like, oh, it'll scramble. I get what they're trying oh, to say. Because yeah. okay. it's so good. Charles, oh, what was your what was your what was your nude? Huh? Oh. Which what what's your going Asian too, man? I'm going Asian too. Biang Biang noodles. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's, and, like, you could transplant that to any other, uh, like, thick-cut noodle mm-hmm. with just every chili sauce and, oh. chi- and the yep. scallion or that that whole thing. But I love, like, a thick-cut Asian noodle yep. with all the accoutrement. And I'm a big Biang Biang noodle guy that's like the so it's a long sheet noodle where you cut it straight down the middle and then you kind of slap it and then it's like it's weird because it's super long but it's actually two pieces that are still connected at the end okay you know like super long noodles just cut in the middle but it's still connected at the very ends but it's just like gigantic noodles yes and they're so good but basically right now you know we're still battling cooler weather that's where my mind is going right now a nice spicy young young noodle. Dude, says that and didn't even go to Jan Famous when he was in New York. Spicy noodles. Oh dude. yeah, yeah. No, sure. I I like that was going to be my answer. So I'm gonna switch because my one B really young young. Yeah, I love I love a giant like when there's a single noodle in the bowl. I I love it's toothsome. Mm. I love the bite. The way that, like, there's something about that chewiness and that texture that I just adore. Yep. But my 1B is the exact opposite of that. And I really, really adore angel hair. I, that was uh, for a long time when I was really, really poor from like 20 until 22 or 23. Uh, it started when I lived in Yo, Norway. It's still 22, bro. <laughs> It started when I lived in Norway and then it kept on for a while. But I, I, when I, I chose to spend my money on other things than food sometimes. What? Fair. fair. Uh, Drugs and alcohol. And uh, angel hair pasta. (laughs) Angel hair pasta, Parmesan cheese, a little bit of butter and a can of tuna would 
absolutely yep. suffice yep. and give me plenty 100%. of protein, plenty of energy, plenty yep. of everything that I needed to feel full. Mm. And I still like, if there was just a pot of angel hair pasta with some butter and some parm, I honestly would have to tell myself it's not okay to reach into it with your hand and shove the whole handful into, into your mouth it. right yeah. now. So you're yep. saying it's not okay. It's right. Well, I would, I would say that with people that we hadn't already agreed it was okay. okay. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. That's all I want to do. Like Leave I would, room. I've never yeah. really been good at that. <laughs> if it was okay. No Daniel hates Christmas. He's yeah. over there grabbing fistfuls of pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone what? hates Daniel. You know, everybody else in the, everybody else uses silverware to yeah. get their <laughs> pasta salad oh, out of their mom and dad. cheese dip? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Who needs a chip when I got a hand? Yeah. But that's like, honestly, we, we've talked about uh, on the, the Opera Plot Happy Hour episode, we talked about like foods that disappear. Like I can't eat popcorn like two kernels at a time yeah, it has to be it. in a oh, giant right. handful yeah. and you shove it in your mouth right every time i make anything with angel hair pasta that's what i want to do with it yep but mostly most of the time the sauce is not it's a deterrent it works against it, me, it is right, right. it's a deterrent it's, it's a nuclear deterrent but when i did it when i did it dry with a, like a little bit of butter just enough to make the parmesan cheese stick to it yeah yeah and sort of like get yeah. the the you tuna dry your wets mm-hmm. yeah i you would want the dries you gotta dry the wets i would 100 100 i would grab a handful and eat it no silver. I would do that. Damn. Oh. So nice. It's like the, the thinnest long noodle and the thickest long noodle are both my favorites. Cause you can have like a thousand of one and then you can have one of the other and either way you're both full. That that's, that's what deeps. I do. That's Lords. deep. Nudes. Fuck it, let's pitch. Fucking nudes. Fucking nudes. Uh, so I, I switched it up. I, I gave us, oh, since we're coming here. into the last question, uh, I busted out the fighting cock. Okay. So this is a six year from Heaven Hill. And what I love about it is it's part corn and part rye. So it's got like a little bit of the sweetness from bourbon, yep. but it's still got a little bit of that black pepper spice from the rye. Yep. Uh, and she's at 103. Sugar. So it kicks Brown up the, the proof a little bit, but I love this whiskey. Yeah. For a sub $20 bottle, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Kicks up the so, proof a cheers. little bit. Cheers. Well, that's phenomenal. Like what's the proof on that? One hundred and three. Oh yeah, you can like, feel it. It's good. But show me, a, show me a sub twenty dollar bottle. No, of hundred proof whiskey that's better than that. I just to me that's, that's the joke. I love like the like no nonsense like branding and like the whole like pack the total package Everything. is like hilarious and the liquid inside the bottle is. Fucking awesome. All I can picture, because all the rest of like the Heaven Hill shit, it's all like the old historical labels. Yeah. And they have the old fonts. Yep, they're all romantic. All Everything was like an originally hand drawn font, uh-huh. and now they have had to replicate that. This one, they're like, screw it. Yep. Clear Spuck plastic it. label, angry rooster, yeah, right? No fighting cock at some dumb right. bullshit, like kind yeah. of Ralph Steadman ripoff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it looks like, um, uh, what, what do we get other, the other seasons it says for? Gary Larson. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks go. like yep. Gary Larson meets like fucking. <laughs> if Gary Larson acid. did a little bit of mescaline, yeah, right, yeah, we yeah, end yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. He, yeah. Took a, he took a spirit That's journey through land. <laughs> I like how they tried to iconize it on the. Yeah, on the right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's a plastic yeah. screw top, <laughs> and, it, and it's in a liter bottle. Bro, it ain't yeah. You know it's good when it's in a liter. Yeah, and it's, Twist that around for me, Charles. And that's just from fucking Tennessee. So they knew what they were doing when they put like fighting cop on there. Yep, exactly. God, have you ever seen those things? They're mad as hell. Oh my god, they're they are frightening. Unbelievable. I've never been scared of a chicken until I actually saw like a fighting rooster. You guys ever seen the big black Osterov cockerel video? (laughs) The what? (laughs) 
I'm gonna I'm gonna only play this because you can hear it on the pod. You better get it close to the microphone then. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking legendary video. Oh man, I can't even fucking find it. Fuck. It's an awesome <laughs> I was I thought for sure I would pull it right up. I love that like yeah. everybody at ask home your, has been question. through this discussion before. Yeah, uh-huh. Especially yeah. like you know, we thought when we came up with this show that this would be like overhearing a discussion at a bar that was yeah. really interesting. Right, right. This happens at every bar discussion. Like, yes. Hold, hold on. Hold oh, on. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, find yeah. it. Found I'm going to find it. All right, guys. Why is it showing me the weather report, too? <laughs> this is also oh, goddamn ad breaks. Black. Haven't you? Have you ever? <laughs> I'll put it. Have, I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, okay. in the Midwest, all we do is like we watch weather like it's porn. <laughs> Big black Australops. <laughs> oh my god! Shout what out to the cameraman it? for just following Dude. him on that. And the, and the old Dude man in the back is like, "No, get out of Loses it. Get out of here, you rookie. <laughs> That's amazing. And like the way he says it too, with his like, big black black Australop cockroach. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I would tell you the title of that, but you have to listen to the rest of the podcast before you look up videos. I'll tell you at the end. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, right, sponsored by Li- Mountain Dew Live Mountain Dew Live Wire. Live Wire. BJ and the Bear. Now live David on C105. Busters. 105. Sponsored by Dave and Busters. Uh, all right. So, so uh, final question. I feel like um, people assume when they look at a brewery, they assume that they, like, they almost apply what they think about the brewery to, like, the people that work there sometimes. Okay. So, uh, as co-owners of a very popular brewery here in the Twin Cities, what do you feel like, people misunderstand about each of you the most or like something that you wish people understood more about who you are as, as people outside of like what you are with modest brewing, but like you as a human, John, you as a human, Daniel. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Six shots in heavy. Yeah. yeah. What's well, a weird uh, one to do at like question one. You yeah, know, like, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have some whiskey. We'll Didn't like have loosen enough up. whiskey, but now I have enough. <laughs> I'm at the really yeah. good, really good at darts level of whiskey. Right, so yeah, this yeah. is like oh, perfect. Man. Yeah, same, dude. <laughs> darts. <laughs> I got a lot of stories about uh, darts. I'll start riffing. Uh, yeah, but the, one of the first things I think about is how uh, it's always been a challenge for me, um, and I've led a lot of our marketing and a lot of our communications over the years. But doing doing that, I've been translating so many bodies and so many voices and so many like so it's just like you, you're a company right you have a logo everyone sees the modest m that like you have a unified voice you like you know you're doing this singular thing like hey this is what we're doing as a company but there are you know four owners 15 managers 40 employees that all have like voices in this thing and we are we are like and no one at that level the ownership level is is the voice like mm-hmm. no one had no one no one is that voice we are we are very collective in our um in in our approach mm-hmm. i'd say that so it's just like so the 
you know, you can kind of almost see it in our branding. Like, yeah. one label looks different than the other label. And, like, one the voice of one, you know, promotional launch seems different than the next promotional launch. And, the you know, you like, the ta- you, like you walk in the tap room and it seems like um, no, like, there's, there's not much content. If you were to, like, Put it to an agency brand. Right, right, right. They would say, like, there's no continuity between these brands. Like, well, like, right. well, like what are you doing with these? Like, what are you yeah. doing with your branding? Like, we have some <laughs> uniform, you know, some uniform branding placements. But, like, you walk in the tap room, like, there's no continuity here. And, yeah. And, but, like, but that's also just, like, that's modest. We take, yeah. we, you know, we take our employees' ideas and we, like, bring them up to the top. We just make a brand about it. Mm-hmm. Like, chill, 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 chill. The beer we're drinking right now is just, like, that's just, like, some random... Not random, but like one of our salespeople's ideas of like a beer. Yeah. beer it was a random. Like, okay, we'll idea, make it. We'll, but not you know, like so. Yeah. It's just like yeah. so. This kind of communal <clears throat> thing is just kind of hard to to process for me. It's like the so one of the things that I think are misunderstood about Modest as it relates to me is like how you know where where I end and the company begins. And mm-hmm. The answer is it's like kind of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. That's, like, no, yeah. that's real. Yeah, I, so that's... The, the 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 burden of ownership is part of that. That mm-hmm. like no matter what, everything is kind of your baby, right? Yeah. Like yeah. all of this has to come at least in some small way, like via you, right? And so trying to figure that is part of the reason that I wanted to ask this question. You know, we have three business owners sitting at this table. I'm the only one who doesn't, and it's only because I've closed the two companies that have opened. But it's it's really hard to extricate the two, right? Yeah. So that was that was why I wanted to ask that was like, what is something that people should know about like who you are behind this, and mm-hmm. what is something? And it can be a misconception, or it could just be something that people like don't have the opportunity to know or see or anything sure. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the whole impetus of like of modest in general is more about you know taking something that you love, no matter what it is, and then you know modifying it and then sharing it with the world, no matter what you are into, right? And so, you know, whether that's cars or bicycles or music or food or whatever, you know, like, and it's it's more sort of like an like an umbrella kind of thing where like everyone's welcome all the time, no matter what kind of thing you're into, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of, that sort of thing. And, and it's more like, as far as like for me, um, I love damn near everything. Like you can get me, like if you can get me <laughs> excited about talking about like literally anything. Cause like, I just really like the human experience of like learning from people and, and just like, you know, you're, you're into, you know, black metal. Oh, let's talk about black metal. Sweet. Yeah, like, you're into sports. Let's do it. How deep? Let's go. Like, yeah, let's go. If you're passionate about it, like, I like hearing passionate people talk about stuff. Absolutely. Like, and it's just, like, gets me excited. You know, and, and, and maybe I won't be, like, as educated or, like, as, like, deep in it as the person I'm talking to, but I'm, like, down. Let's go. Let's talk about it. But isn't it like, a cool... Okay too. Vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, isn't that a great place to be? Yeah, you know, like absolutely. where where so. like you get to walk around and and let people who have spent their lives loving something like teach yeah. you stuff. Yeah, that's, that's totally. if you allow yeah. if you allow that, like you said, vulnerability, Charles. For sure. If you allow that, like yeah. the whole world ends up becoming like a living encyclopedia for you. Right. Yeah. 
There's you know? n- there's no like you were saying about like spamming YouTube videos. Dude, I spam mm-hmm. videos all the time. Yes. Then I like, watch the same video over and over so that yeah. I can learn a technique without having to refer to the video. Right. Right. Or like write notes down and I, stuff. I like want that. us to yeah. go back to the time when we could admit we didn't know something. Yeah. I I can't wait for that. And I'm trying to be better and better and better about it as a human mm-hmm. because I do admit when I don't know something, but I want to, I don't want to just, so that's only one step. I also want to like inquire for more information. I want to say like, that's something that I don't know about. Can you tell me that? Stania, you had mentioned, you know, earlier we were like joking about like, we were, I forgot what we said. It was 2022 and you're an expert on everything, right? Or like <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. was you were talking I listen, about. I listened to one podcast. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah, it. Oh, you yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. nailed it. It's yeah. over. I'm not going to back down. Is that, on that. Is that not a, I'm sorry. Is that <laughs> not a fact? Like a, yeah. Oh, yeah. I listened to one podcast <laughs> and I'm an expert. To confirm, were you? No, you weren't joking. It sounds like you were serious. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely serious. <laughs> yeah, super serial. If you want, if you want to, if you want to ask me about circadian rhythms, never seen a cicada in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I know like, about just the rhythms. Make it up as you're going along. Well, actually, the uh, they're circuitous, circuitous because of the rhythm, and then the, the uh, anyways. Yes, the harpsichord. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Harpsichord. <laughs> yeah. okay, Dude, tell me about go. harpsichords all day. <sighs> it's like a piano, but more fun. Yeah. So I think that, you know, riffing off of John, because yep. like yes. it's beautiful to listen to John talk about to talk about modest and what it is and how we are, you know, like this idea of like being being, you know, modifiers, taking something, making it your own. I feel like we've kind of attracted a a group that is that, that like mm-hmm. is into their own little thing. Um, and, and owns it and makes it their, you know, makes it their own little, their own deal. Um, so maybe one thing that's misunderstood about Manas is that we're all like-minded because we're not, you mm-hmm. know, like there's like, there's, you know, there, there is like, we put out a single message and so we've, you know, whether we like it or not, we've become this like, like beacon of like broadcasting, um, things like social justice. I mean, we like, we like broadcasting about certain things yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong uh but like that's not you know that's not a single hive mind thing that's happening that is like a bunch of people 30 40 people mm-hmm. who are not like-minded like talking and saying mm-hmm. hey where are we at you know like the and these these 40 people have something in common the, the, these 40 people have the you know this modification mentality that attracted in this workplace and like mm-hmm. like that we that we want to be around each other mm-hmm. but just because you want to be around each other doesn't mean that you're like-minded it's it, like there's there's so much that we can learn from each other and right so i think that part of the thing that's lost in this whole 2022 social discourse you know like comment battling thing right. is that you think that there's only two brains that work and you know, in yeah. the world, and that's just not how it works. Not at all. Yeah. There's Can forty. I, there's forty for brains real. here. Yeah. And these forty brains do not agree on everything. And every mm-hmm. single day, we don't agree on anything. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. Like, yeah. There's it's like, more like a mean, rock tumbler, you know. Yeah, it's like, just like, like you know, get smoothed out. Yeah. yeah. Like so, we yeah. we're just yeah, we're like rock tumblers. Is, is like we're just smoothing things out. And yep. so I think that that's legit. Yeah. That that is that is like the thing that I. I want to broadcast is that mm-hmm. hey you can have like we we don't agree on everything we're 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 a rock tumbler beautiful right 
<laughs> Beautiful. Sure. Keegan's dad made a rock tumbler back when we were in high school. It was pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just old stoner. Yeah. Uh, we could have a whole podcast yeah. episode about him. Uh, and honestly, Charles, I want to throw that one your way too. So, like, yeah, in, was, in the grand scheme of things, like, I was going to approach this from a professional level at all. I was going to approach this from a well, but do it either way. Again, sure. the, the, all of these questions are always how do you interpret it at the time? Like, there isn't totally. like, yeah, this isn't some like definitive thing that we have to put our thumb on. Like, no, my thing, yeah. uh, my entire the life. The dare, the dare cop's not going to bring in the FBI agent to figure Dude, you right the now. The dare cop was oh, my neighbor. Not. I, I promise. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I swear. You promise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My. Entire life, I've always been viewed as being angry. I think that like people think I look pissed off. That's that's been something I've contended with. Yeah, that I contended with when I was a teenager. I contended with when I was uh, dating. When I was younger, was that sure? Um, you know, uh, your beard's so thick girls. you can't see your smile. I didn't have a beard even then, but that's true <laughs> as well. And I also don't smile; I smirk, and my wife would attest to that. <laughs> but when I was younger, I think people always thought I was fucking pissed. And I was pissed a lot of the time, but I wasn't always pissed. Sometimes I was actually happy and I didn't look like it. <laughs> but uh, the irony is that I think as an adult, at times I've overcompensated and tried to seem like more gregarious than I feel so that I don't lead people to believe that I'm upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to think of how, how to balance those dynamics. Sure, yeah. Uh, but that would, I guess that would be the thing is that there's always, particularly when I was younger, a perception that I look mad and that I'm always angry, but I'm not, I'm just chilling. Fucking. I'm having a good time. I'm at hundred, man. That, that's the, I guess that's the other thing is that like for people who used to think there were people who I met when I was younger, like in my twenties who thought that I looked mad, and then they saw me when I was actually mad, and they're like, never mind. <laughs> we learned. <laughs> it's, it's evident <laughs> if you're mad. Yep, yep. I have a temper, which I work really hard to Well, but you also, you don't have to, like, perform just when you're having, like, an okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. time. Like, I think that's a really uh, important piece. No, I know, but that's what's interesting, is that in most of my adult life, I've, I have felt that I had to perform to yeah. look or, or give off the vibe that I'm hey, I'm really happy. Yeah. This is, everything this is, is happening. This is cool. Everything's you know, cool. I'm, even though I'm having a chill time, but right. you know, sometimes you're like, what's wrong with that dude? Yeah, you're, you're yeah. speaking my language. You're just hanging. I'm just kicking I'm just it, hanging dude. out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank okay? you for sharing that, Charles, because that, like, puts me in a whole different mind place where I'm just kind of yeah. thinking about the life of a presumed extrovert. You know, like, I've, mm-hmm. like, I've always, like, been one to, like, you know, make jokes and like be (laughs) gregarious or whatever but like as i get older i was eighth grade best sense of humor cool plug burn central middle school like that's you know like i mean there were that's like that's like yeah one out of like there my graduating class was like at least 50 so i mean like it's like yeah Yeah. um that's a big that's a big deal Um, it is known but (laughs) but like so i've always been kind of that guy but like as i get older and like you know, you listen to some podcasts and shit. You like, <laughs> you realize you that. become an expert on yeah, a bunch of shit. You, but no, you realize, no. you know, for real though, you realize that like I'm not an extrovert. Like I'm like I'm not an like I'm not built that way. I'm uh, not like you know. I'll, I'll use John as an example of someone that like you know is very. I won't I won't speak for you, but you're very willing to like be the life of the party all the time. 
And as I get older, I, like, I can't do that. Like, I, like, I really can't. So, like, sometimes I go to Grumpy's right down the street, and, like, I, I don't want to be left. Like, I will, I will hide in the corner, and I'm, I'm just there for oh, yeah, personal you purposes. Wanna, you know, like, you sure. like, you know, like, maybe a slight conversation with the bartender. Um, of course, I could stay home, but my choice to be, you know, around people. Um, and I, but I don't want, I have no interest in talking to anyone. Okay. So, like, there's so many people that could be around me in one scenario that are now around me in a different scenario that all of a sudden I'm a dick, you know, or I'm angry, you know, whatever. I'm all, uh, I'm all, I'm all these things. And you so think it's a dynamic like, change for you. Like there was a time when you were more forthcoming, outgoing, and then that kind of shifted at some point, maybe willing to be, but like, you know, but I feel like I've always been, or was like, that like, that was you and you felt like you had to, Pretend to be. Yeah, no, I feel like I was always kind of just like, Ah. I knew when I wanted to put it on, but like, there is like, but by nature, by nature, I wanted to hide, you know, also. Yeah, give another round of those. Just pass that around. Like, we we just got kind of deep. So I was like, this this might be another. Yeah. (laughs) I think that by by nature, I always wanted to hide also. And so, but the perfect balance of that is to be able to hide and then show up when you want to. And like you know, like if you if you curate your situations correctly, like you're mentally balanced, you go into a scenario. Hey, I'm I'm out tonight. Tonight I am an extrovert. I'm prepared. Um, and it wasn't until modest that I realized you that. Feel, do you feel like you have to prepare, like as a non-introvert? Do you have to prepare to go out and? Yeah. Okay. I feel like the, mm. I feel like it, it, it wasn't until Modest opened that I realized that about myself is like, we're, um, and I want to end this soon because I don't want this to be about me. But one thing that, like, mm. as far as social dynamics go, like, is interesting to me is that as soon as Modest opened and I was overexposed, where, like, you know, if we, we had a soft opening, a soft opening, a soft opening, grand opening, yeah. like, you know, oh, like, yeah. so it's yeah. just, like, in that scenario, like, someone who's been gregarious their whole life, eighth grade, best sense of humor. Nailed um, it. Um, Unanimous. Like, like Elshin been, this, been this person my whole life. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you're, oh, like, in every time you yeah. go out to a bar, you're choosing to go out to that bar, you know, whatever. So you're yeah. making choices that you just yeah. don't even realize. <laughs> Right. Like, and you're very happy to be that guy. All of a sudden, Modest opens, and I got to be like, oh, hey, nice, you know, thank you for coming. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, we, what, I, what I discovered is that I was sitting back in the corner of the office with my head down on the table saying, I can't, you know, I just, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Like, Damn, I can't that's crazy, because it's, it's like you suddenly came to the realization that you could decide who you were instead of yes, yeah. who you thought you were supposed to be. Yep. That's liberating, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, liberating, yeah. and now I know that there's like there's I think a balance. You're more useful, yeah. 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 I think there's actually a you're probably you find a better the, find the balance, well, especially yeah. given your partnership. Yes, you know, like that's because yeah. yeah. for me, knowing what you can, who you can be, or who you should yeah. be. Like, like listening to both of your answers, Daniel and, and John. Like, it my my answer when I wrote this question was, uh, I think that a lot of people don't understand that a, a duality can exist, because yeah. like John. When you were of talking course. about that, like, just get me excited about something and I'm yeah. in, that, like, I would have said exactly what you said word for word. If you want to, like, just tell me that you're passionate about something, I don't give a fuck 
what it is. Yeah. Like Don't if you're, if yeah. I care about you and you're excited about it, mm-hmm. like I'm going to figure it like, All right, let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. figure it out. Because let's, let's weave these baskets yeah. underwater. Let's like, do it. I, I want to see. Yes. Uh. I want to see the world through your eyes. If this is something that you're passionate mm-hmm. about yep. and I like you, yep. I'm into that. At the same time, the, because of that, because I can get excited about whatever. And I'm just like, whatever, like, this is cool. Uh, I really like I cover up like the wounds that people can can fucking stab into you. True. Like people will just be like, oh, I could just say whatever. And then like sometimes people will say like either either like casually mean shit or mm. like actually mean shit and just be like, well, whatever. Like, you know, he just fucking loves being yep. out. And there are, you know, like yep. I will still continue for the rest of the night and have a great time. And then I'll go home and it's like licking wounds and really having to try and figure out like True. Okay. I have to heal before I can go back out and do that again. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I can do that overnight, but there are days where I can't. Yep. And there are days where like I will create an entire schedule for like four hours of a day to just get me into the, I, like I have to talk myself into, no, 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 you're fine. Like you can do this, like get back out there and like, yep. you know, whatever. Cause yep. every now and then like things that people just casually say can be really critically wounding. Mm-hmm. And normally like I love playing the dozens. I love talking shit. I love yep. having a good time, yep. but every now and then you'll get the person that's like not funny. who will just say something like super mean. Yeah. And like it fucks with you or because yep. every literally every job I've had as an adult, even jobs that like now I joke about having, there's a piece of me that goes into that everywhere I go. Yep. And sometimes people that completely disassociate from what they do at work We'll be like, oh, that fucking company. I can't believe you fucking work for them. Like, bleh. and you're like, ah, yep. oh, man. Because, like, I want to see the good in what we're doing. And I want to feel that we're doing this. And sometimes it's the messaging from whatever company I work for. Sometimes it's actually the actions that they're doing. Yep. But I'm trying to do my own good in that. And it's hard to share. It's hard to, like, put that out there. It's hard to just say, hey, man, that... That was shitty to say because on one hand, I'm like, this is the thing that I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be like the fun guy who just like, likes stuff and whatever. And then on the other hand, it's like, people also don't understand confrontation sometimes. And I'll say like, that was a shitty thing to say. And then it turns into like a one-on-one aggression. Right. And all I'm trying to say is like, you probably just shouldn't have said that to me. Like say that to whoever else, but like, you don't have to throw that at somebody. And I've always questioned when people will talk shit about a company that one of their friends works for. Like, you know, like that kind of sucks. And I think that whether that's fragility or like if I want to try and shine it in a better way, like the beauty of a peach, like a peach is fucking delicious. But if you tap it on anything, mm-hmm. it's fucking bruised. And that's just where it goes. Right, right. There's a part of me that, that is that. And it's not that it's that all the time or it's the other way all the time. It's the duality of like, I don't know where we're going to be. And that's my own mental struggles in there too, where there's a piece of my brain that's just waiting for something to tap on the styrofoam wall that is holding everything shitty back in my head. And if, <laughs> if that gets tapped and it cracks, then whoosh. And then that, and again, that's also my own issue that I have to work through. But I, I feel like there's also understanding that we're all a duality that we're all multiple things like mm-hmm. there's there's different sides to everybody and some days yeah we can be extroverted and we can be yep. the best and some days we're a little fragile and we're trying to figure it out right 
And that I, I don't know. I guess that's and separate. don't hate me for that, or don't right, hate, right. Don't yeah, hate right. us for that. Just understand and that you might have caught somebody. That, yeah. That's the thing that's lost in the social media comments. And this is like, you know, uh, maybe a conversation for another time. But oh, it's like that. it's no. in the <laughs> fucking no. do it now. Now, but like the thing that I, the thing that I don't, <clears throat> thing that I don't see in social media comments. So this is just an example, but it hopefully applies. Uh, that I that I do see in real life is people being able to like kind of work and navigate human beings. Correct. It's just like like you know, like I you know I've never I've never met a social media comment from someone on the opposite call it aisle. Although I don't think a lot of these are political. I think it's beyond that. Uh, that like I liked the text that they wrote, but I've never met someone in person. I've seldom met someone in person that. I couldn't actually like talk to about yeah. that. So right, like the yeah, you know, like right. the level of discourse and civility is just like it's like it, it like the, your internet reality doesn't match your right. actual reality. Yeah. Um, like this, yeah. and and if people are getting more and more invested in that inter- internet reality and that's what they think that the world actually looks like, then we're in for a hard time. We're guarantee yep. we're guaranteeing ourselves a hard time. Because that's not what actually exists out here. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then, and then yeah. obviously, COVID escalated that because people were more zeroed in on that as the reality. But like, you right. go out, you walk around, ain't that bad? You can meet someone that like said that said that thing you didn't like, and I guarantee you, go have go have coffee together. You mm-hmm. like you figure it out. Maybe you'll figure out that you can't figure it out, but you like I'm. You're not gonna stab each other in the throat. Yeah, but right. that's what it sounded. Yeah, right. like, that's what it sounded right. like when you're talking. Yeah. You know, like so. Like I think yeah. you know, like coming off think, hot. Yeah. Uh, but so I, I guess you know maybe it relates, maybe it doesn't. But that's I think that me- melding our worlds in that duality is kind of like something that is a, it's it's a. Mental skill that we all need to pick up. And we definitely need to hone more yep. right now right. as as we are allowed communications without face-to-face interactions. Exactly. We all need to work a little harder on that. Right. I think that's right. that's legit. Yep. And we're, because we're not, like, well, we're not, no one's suited to communicate in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the, that's one of our only uh, I don't know. Avenue yeah. is to well, communication. It's a, it's a new way. Yeah, it's yeah, a new it's, way to it's communicate. Too new. Like these are these are this is just everything is just too new to like have any historical like. Well, if we do this, then we maybe we'll do this, and then maybe it'll go to this, and then maybe it'll go to this. Now it's just like, fuck it. Maybe this is going to work out, and maybe we'll kill each other in nuclear war. Well, Who even knows? in the early stages of the internet, you had to worry that someone could find where you lived. And right. I think yeah. that we've yeah. since lost that, where people yeah. say, I can <laughs> right. behave in any way that I would like. Uh-huh. And that results in some aberrant behavior. I, uh, I, I end up pretty far left on the social spectrum as far as how I see the world and what I want in yep. the world. And for from age about seven or eight until twenty one, my entire world was politics. All I wanted to do, I my my dream goal was to be a presidential speechwriter. I wanted to be the one who wrote the words that the person, the figurehead, said. Yeah, yeah. Was, and there's still a part of me that like wants to be that. Okay. And people would always ask, like, what what was your your best experience? You know, your time at the Capitol and traveling to Washington D.C. and all that. And my number one 
the experience that I tell everybody about was sitting in Bob Dole's office and talking to him. Hmm. And this is a human being who, for the most part, believed almost the exact opposite of what I thought. Yeah. And he, he was really nice. Like, uh, for those of you that remember Bob Dole, uh, he had an arm wounded in combat. And so he would put a pen in the hand of his wounded arm. And that was like, that was his thing. So then he could pull the pen out and he could write with it. And it seemed like it was useful. useful. Really. Yeah. So, uh, that day we ended up sitting and talking and he gave me the pen out of his hand, which for me was weirdly really important symbolically. And I asked him, the last question I asked him before I left was, like, what would you say the most important thing is to know about being, like, who you are in the job that you have? And he said, it's the most important thing that I can do is trying to find a way with, to agree with people who don't think the same way that I do. Sure. And I don't Jeez. like the fact that in my own life, I feel like we've kind of lost that. Yes. You know, and there are, there's some hawkish shit that he did that definitely did not live up to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to say that he was some sort of magical human being, but he looked at me and said yeah. that. And that was something that still sticks with me. I yeah. feel like people like him say that kind of shit all the time, yeah. but it's because it's manipulative. Well, but, but at the same time, if, if, enough people if enough people say that to enough people maybe that group of people believes that instead of saying don't believe mainstream media fuck this like we, we got to take the power back because they're trying to eliminate sure. white people like you know like there's a lot of things that politicians could yeah, say I'm with, I'm with you there and it's if like, enough people what, if enough people I, say yeah. that i wish there was a good solution and instead of say like let's all agree because that's false equivalency that's all yeah, but at oh, the yeah, same time, yeah, like my definitely. my job as a human being is to yep. also find a way to connect with people that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. If I could only like if I could only do what I do with accounts that agree with me, I would I would be fired tomorrow. Yeah, you true. know, like yeah. I have to figure out how to bridge those conversations and how to talk to people, and I think yeah. that that's part of why I was talking about the duality of. Yep. I have to draw the line in the sand of like where where is the point where I won't talk to you anymore. And sure. there, are, there are things that I have had to get back in my car and swallow and, like, take a deep breath and work through before I could drive to the next place. Yep. And I have to decide, is this too, is this one, one push too far, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. I mean, we yeah. have that conversation all the time. Modest is, like, you know, what are we, with the, with the message that we generally broadcast, there is some questions that come back from, you know, our accounts or whatever. And, and we have to figure out constantly what, where, where we draw that line. And in, in general, the answer is like, just try to find middle ground. Um, there, are, but there are some things, things there are some things, things yeah. that will push us over that yep. edge. Yeah. And I feel like that's just like, could we put that into an SOP with length, maybe, maybe not, but it's like the, you kind of sniff test, you know it when you find yeah. it. If the, if someone's saying some, someone's saying some bullshit, we're not serving our beer there. <laughs> you know, like, oh, right. the, we're not, we're not going to really, we will pull our, you know, it's like, hate to yeah. throw a club Jaeger under the bus, but we pulled our kegs out of there that day. You know, Fuck like that's just, yeah. yeah, so like that, like that's just like, you draw, you draw, you, right. the line is drawn right. at some point. Right. Right. I, I, Every time that story comes up, I go back to 20, 2008, 2008, when my friend Kieran wrote a story about that place 
being pro Nazi and uh, whatever. Fuck it. Shit. I don't want to. I don't want to go down that road because yeah, I'm just going to get mad all over again. Google. So so let's bring it back into the stadium. Let's bring it back into some happiness. Uh, there's a lot of cool shit coming up. So would you guys let yeah. everybody know like what's coming up on the calendar and how do we how do we promote that? How do we big up that? How do they yeah. find out where to find your events? Mm-hmm. Right on. Um, on all the socials, you know, at Modest Brewing. Basically everywhere, yeah. Um, and our sixth year, sixth anniversary is going to come up on four thirty, uh, April thirtieth, sixth. Right. Uh, it's the fourth anniversary of us having an anniversary party. There it is. So there's your <laughs> confusion for the day. Um, yeah. No, we're gonna uh, we're gonna block off. Uh, well, you talk about the Arbor Day thing. We're, we're also gonna have a block party on uh, on on third, right in front of our building here. Yeah, so on uh, April 29th, we're doing uh, the Parks and Rec Arbor Day block party right outside of Modest. There's going to be other breweries on tap. Um, that's just going to be a fun, it's, gonna, it's it's celebration of urban farming yeah. and urban trees. Which, yeah. you know, You'll see through some exhibits at the fest that urban Sick. trees are very important for air quality. Um, uh, so that's on 429 and 430. We're doing an anniversary party. Uh, which like there's got there's some cool things happening. We're gonna bring back up one of our original original beers, which is Wasteland, yes. which is like yeah, baby, which yeah. is a um a seventy percent. Speaking of IBU wars, oh, which shit. might have been before recording start started, uh, hundred <laughs> IBU seventy percent rye IPA is yes. coming back. And the the artwork Ooh, for the can label spicy. is getting done by Eric Roper, yeah. who uh, did uh, sleeps. Uh, sleeps. Yeah. I have three uh, three different wow, versions of Eric cool. Roper. That's fucking so, awesome. Yeah, so, fucking stoked, dude. So that beer is gonna hit liquor stores. Right, so it's gonna sleep launch performing you. here. I wish. Yeah, that, couldn't get no, my couldn't bat my no. the uh, We do have a cool <laughs> music lineup for four thirty. It'll be. It'll be in the brewery here. That's Nerdy Lady Midnight and uh, Oh wow, uh, Astrolex DJ. Yeah, uh, banging. And yeah. so that that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, we're also releasing a new lemon lime lager into it. Lemon lime uh, that day. What else are we doing that day? Lord Humongous. Lord Humongous, which is Wasteland's big brother. All right, hold yep. up, hold up. Are we, we filming another video? Year? What are we doing this year for Humongo? We're so this this year we're gonna release. Uh, is Macadamia coming back? Uh, we're, it's we're, gonna be. It's, we're it's, splitting it up. We're split, It's gonna we, be fresh on tap, and then barrel aged. Yeah. So so we're splitting the batch. The barrel aged stuff might get some macadamia nuts. Yeah. So okay. So but you, I also you might get some yellow labels. Cool. No, it's there's okay a small hey, there's well. a small chance that we might do a bottle release. Of a non-barrel aged version that has that, that macadamia that, one, though. that yellow, the macadamia that macadamia one combo. I still got one. So I still good. got one. Oh, oh, shit! Can we, can we Dude, I'll come over and drink that. Next one? No, actually, I think you made me promise you that we would drink it together when yep. I got that bottle. Okay. So I mean, so either way, you can should I, just can say I, yes. That's when absolutely. We, yes. When yes. we wake up at six, yeah. When we when we wake up at six, make sure. Call me. Little man's all hooked up, and then six a.m. We're gonna drink that bottle. Call me. I mean, we get cigar in my heart. Start a so, bonfire, I'll start grilling. Yes. You guys ready so, to work? Let's do it. Let's do it. We could talk about this for hours, but for for modest and like the idea of it like kind of operating outside style guidelines and all that, um, 
that side of the story, Wasteland is the beer that kind of like started modest, and that's co- that coming yep. back. Dope. And then Lord Humongous, cool. like, like there's no such thing as an imperial rye ale. You know, that's just kind of the idea, right? So like, mm-hmm. there's like we make we can make that beer like no one else can make that beer because of our system and. It's right. like, you know, there's there's blogs about it. I don't need to bore you with the details. <laughs> but those two beers coming back together is fucking dope for Slamming. us. Slamming. Yeah. And we're like, Slamming. we're really excited about that. Bad. So that's so that's four thirty. Um and and you know, please come out and we'll be here. Uh if anybody wants to follow you, what is the best way on, the, on the socials? Brewing. Just at at Miles Brewing. M O D I S T. Dan's hot picks and uh Donnelly with your fucking Donnelly J. I like to Donnelly but I like to keep it on Loki. Okay. Handsome young youth preacher dot com. Handsome young youth preachers. Charles uh Charles, what should people look up for you? No, they should not. Just, you go, just go it's fucking review things. Uh, I do want to throw just one more compliment your way. Uh, John, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but the first time that you and I ever oh. talked, oh boy, um, I asked you uh, what Modest was and, and why, like, the name. Okay. Like, we were sort of in a circle of beer people, and I was sort of accepted into that, even though I definitely didn't deserve to be in that. And uh, I love the fact that you echoed it back today. Because you listed off a bu- bunch of things, and it was like, how do you make it yours? Sure. And as somebody who spent almost 20 years as a DJ, the only reason that I really love DJing, like, I love throwing a party. Yeah. But was, I always wanted to figure out, like, what weird shit I could do with the music that I loved Dude, to yes. make, like, a group work to it. And it was really fun tonight to hear you still bring that back. Yeah. Because that goes back to literally the first time that I ever talked to you. And I love that, A, you've held to that the entire time, but B, the fact that that's still important to you because that's something that was wildly important to me and one of the reasons why I've been a fan this entire time. Obviously, the quality of the beer uh, supersedes all. Right. But it was really dope to, like, kind of weirdly feel seen, even though I had nothing to do with, like, making your beer. I felt like I was kind of a part of the community. So I wanted to call that out because I think that much like the question when I asked, like, what do people misconceive about you? There's also a lot of conceptions that maybe you, all three of you, don't understand about the work that you all do in the community that are the reasons that people adhere themselves to your brand. So I don't know. At the end of the day, I just wanted to say that's really fucking cool. Thanks, man. And uh, hey, throw us a, a nice review. Throw us a... Whatever. Share it with your friends. More than anything, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell your friends, listen to it, send an episode that you love to somebody. Yeah. Like, whatever. We we all have plenty of time that it's nice to listen to some good things. And uh, if you like a, a really healthy bar conversation, uh, hey, cheers, and we love you. Yeah. Uh, for all say, of us thanks, here. Thanks for listening. Oh, absolutely. You I was going to say, far. if thanks you made it this far, we love you. And uh, cheers to everybody. I hope you raise uh, a modest brew at some point soon. And uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.